eyesore. Oh, I was I had a job interview today. Eyesore. I saw, yeah, you were an you eyesore. Are, you I had a job interview today and I was just sitting like in the lobby today and um, somebody walked by and kind of tapped my notes and he goes, Rhythm Spoons. <laughs> it was Roddy. I was like, oh, what's up? And then of you go. Terrible. Yeah? It was bad, yeah. Oh, man. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. We need to make this fucking podcast blow up. a different department. Um, no, same department, but just kind of a, a step or maybe a step two higher than my you job. You need to now. start playing the race card more, man. I know. I, I always that, tick that box in the applications. Make can sure. I get off your word of advice. Yeah. Go into your next interview and record it on your phone with your phone in your pocket and listen back to it. And you might listen back to it and be like, what the fuck am I talking about? I ask me a question here and I'm way off on a tangent. And yeah. I, it, I already know that's what I do. It, it would that's probably the problem. shock you when you listen I, back to it. I've had to do a few interviews this year. And it, well, it's fucking weird it. being on the other side of it because you're right, everyone comes across like proper, like not janky, but you can tell like there's things they would say and you're like, that isn't your usual vernacular. Question. So if you're interviewing someone, I didn't wear a tie today. Right. Was that a no-no? Right, jacket, out of jacket, don't shirt. You have the tie, but I think business dress, depending on the job you're going for. Yeah, because it was a digital job. You know how it is in a digital fucking field. People yeah, are all yeah. artsy. And well, it's that old sort of saying you're dressing for the job that you want, not the job that you have. And if you're yeah. going for a position, say one or two above, it's probably better to dress mm. like somebody who's two or three dress. positions above. I, I was, I could have started off on the wrong foot today. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Next. I always busted a suit when I'm going for an interview. It was a suit. I just didn't have a tie on. It was, oh, it was nice. See, that's cash. But you could probably pull it off. That's true. Actually. That's Did you thing. have a hat on? Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I had Nikes on. I had Nikes on too. No. I was like, you said rocking up your high tops in a three piece. It was, it was a pre- I had a presentation to do. A presentation went very well, mm, but okay. uh, I just wasn't the, the question. Probably comes from the fact you're very unlikable. It could be that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it's the opposite. People do like me, and then when they see me blethering away in a fucking interview, they're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> he's an asshole." <laughs> title right there. Well, that's that's oh always god, a thing. <laughs> that's always a thing, though. You think an interview went badly, but it's probably actually been a good interview. So once you come out, you think you've done really well, and then you don't get the job, and you're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I always feel like you're just bigging yourself up, and you're like, "I sound like a dick." Yeah, you've got to try and that's, find the fine line now. That's my problem. In the last two interviews I went for, they said you didn't you didn't big yourself up enough, and I was like, "So this one, I went in and said I did this and I did that, and I made sure this happened, and this was my biggest achievement." I got done for that though. I went for an interview across the road many years ago. And came in with all the kind of stuff I'd implemented, like when I was coaching that in a department. Mm-hmm. And they turned around and said that they didn't want to hear that because it showed that I was wanting to come in and rip everything up and do things my way. That oh, was the feedback that I got. That's bullshit. I told them to suck my balls. And then I quit, like, <laughs> fucking six <laughs> months later, man. So, what was that episode title again? Oh my God, he's an asshole. Perfect. Oh, wait. All right. All right. Well, but there may be another one that comes up throughout the yeah, show. Will we actually crack on? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Feel like, I always feel like, see when we've like, because we, we've done the two in the one week, mm-hmm. I always get so nervous doing the introduction. Stop being a pussy. Fuck you. See, that's why I didn't get the job. No one wants to play. Oh, oh. There was no need for that. Oh, oh <laughs> my God. I never know where the fucking line is in, in this place. place right now, man. Come on. It's because you've got the lights on. Oh, <laughs> Probably. Well, half of them didn't fucking work. Like. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Perth's premier podcast, Monkey Sword Fight, with me, your host, Jordan Patrick, and my co-host, Pod Daddy, yeah. El Grande Nippes. Soon to be the ring bearer, right? Is that what we're doing tonight? Yeah. The ring bearer. The ring bearer. Oh, fuck yeah. off. You better have this ring on a pillow. I want it on a pillow. You know what? Like when you get married. Smithy, I've got a pillow you can rest on. Fucking 
Pod Daddy. Pod Daddy. El Grande Nippes. The Nip. <laughs> What, what about just no? That's a terrible thing. What about just Mike? The nip <laughs> sounds like somebody's like about to do a racial slur, and then you walk in the room. There's oh, the it's n- Mike. Then oh, the, hey, uh, oh, hey. <laughs> Mike dots. Mike dots. Yeah. What about dots? Perfection is not attainable, but if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. Vince Lombardi, it's great Packers back. coach, so as we're coming into football that's an season. American quote, though. Hell yeah, that's an American quote. Because we're all perfect out there. So it's cool. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Let's like, can we just put an embargo on talking about America for this episode? Well, I kind of and politician wise. Um. Okay. Well, I do have an American question though that I want to ask you guys because I answered the British version of it a couple of weeks ago. Well, as long and I as it's not politically, I just want to steer away from anything American politically before I give myself an aneurysm. Okay, <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that either. Also got your old da, Andy Mack, on the ones and twos. What's happening? And we are joined this week by NBA Fantasy Commissioner. Hey. <laughs> <Steve> <laughs> you are the commission. You're the only country. That's the commission, isn't he? A Smithy's is the cunt that has to go around trying to collect a quid off everyone. That fucking <laughs> That's pay draft for, night. Pay for, the ring pay, for get, the ring. pay for the ring that we get imported for China. <laughs> <laughs> the eight pound covered in fake Do diamond ring. Nah. Fake? <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. We'll, we'll, we'll jump onto sports soon enough. Um, Patreons. Patreons. This month are uh, Ali Cook shout out to Ali Cook Ali, uh, Cook, Ali Cook's been big up and big yeah. up in our DMs he has <laughs> uh, he sent me a very funny Dave Chappelle thing to my own my personal DM which I watched the other day he's hilarious uh, Ali also gave us some uh, some pretty good content ideas for the Patreon yeah. you're gonna wanna sign up because mm-hmm. you may see some carnage yeah. we are, we're gonna be stepping up the Patreon it's not just gonna be yeah. extra 20 minutes of us talking shit and being a little bit more filthy we're gonna try and get some Video content on the go. Yes. And there's some funny Big shit. Things. Funny shit about to go down. So, Ali Cook, thank you for those ideas. You're, you're yes, officially sir. an executive producer of this podcast. Uh, Andrew Henderson. So, I think we should have a round of applause yeah. for Andy Henderson, first of all. Right, what's he done? In the Shamrock Bowl the this Shamrock past Bowl. weekend. Oh, did he? And done a game. Game clinching interception. Oh, played very, bad. very well. Watch the video on his Facebook, man. It was a beauty. Yeah. Like, I, I was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just. Saying, I was. I was at the. There was a small hurricanes picnic the weekend that popped over for an hour, and we were all talking about Andy Henderson. Man, you could always tell. Like as good as the team were at points, he was always like next level player. It's good. Great football and brain. So shout out to Andy Henderson. Welcome. Shout out to you, Andy. Uh, I don't know if this is uh, something that's supposed to be shared, but I'll share it anyway. Um, he said that he got called up to the Irish squad as well. Oh, for so real? playing for not his country, but playing for the country. Well, can that's you do awesome. that? Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. So, uh, well, right. it's not really, because it's American football, it's not yeah. really ah, to the sure. level as it would be for any other sports here, but it's a pretty big deal. That's Certainly a big deal. One season in Ireland as well. Yeah. Shit. Talented dude. I didn't dude. know there was internationals. Yeah, playing Belgium, he said pretty soon. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Play for your, your country. He's still playing for England. No, well just like, that. Yeah, very good. Very, amazing, very well done, Andy. Miss you, buddy. Uh, Callum McLaughlin. Yes, sir. <laughs> Chopsticks. She's phoneless now. Lost her phone I hanging out. That. I was and, uh, actually wondering because she was none of her videos were popping up on Instagram or Snapchat. I was like, who the fuck is this bitch? Did she sort out the ring from China? <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we have talked about asking Matt to just nip by the factory and kick a small <laughs> child and steal one, but. <laughs> That's not nice. So very few times he goes back, he always forgets to bring it. So yeah. I've got to go and hunt him for one. You've uh, got to go to China for that. <laughs> I take it as a sign of disrespect, by the way, that he didn't come hand personally deliver it. But anyway, uh, Craig McCaffrey. Who? Craig. 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 Danielle Miller. Oops. Shout to Danielle. Um, Fraser Reeve. Big Reeve dog. Um, Fraser Reeve is going to get some... Request for some hoodies very soon. We're yeah. coming up in the fall. I've got a, I've got a, took a photo of my wee lad. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I mean the wee man. I, I, 
he chucked him his hoodie. He was like, when we're going out yesterday. Yeah. And uh, <coughs> he rocked up. He had his hood up with his headphones over his hood. And he looked like a fucking little gangster. So I've got a photo of it. I'm going to put it up on the page. Please do. Um, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Ralphie Rogs. Rogowski. Roddy Bader. Who, oh, uh, a moment a moment of uh, funniness right before my interview and I shat it. And uh, Stosh Steven Tosh. Stosh. He's getting wide as fuck. He is getting wide. I'm not going to be funny. I'm not talking about his weight because he's always had a massive heat. Ah. But fucking settle yourself there, big fella. So wait, we'll go into this quickly. Um... A couple of weeks ago, I mentioned some of the earliest thing before I moved over here, things, TV shows or whatever that influenced me as far as like British culture or what I thought British culture would be about, wouldn't be about. Like mm-hmm. Mr. Bean was one of them. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, what do you mean? <laughs> and um, there was another one. Do you think we're all just fucking specials driving about in three-wheeled motors, eh? No. <laughs> did he not drive he's a, a he's Mini? A, he's a Mini. He did have a yeah, Mini. He only fills the horses. Oh, that was it. Sorry, I... And uh, uh, ever see the cartoon Bobby's World? His mom was Scottish. That was like the first time I heard a Scottish accent. Never heard that in my No. Um, and uh, Mike Myers is a good Scottish accent. That was another time. So I married an accent. Yeah. yeah. He, he, Look at that boy's heat. Because <laughs> uh, he said he had a friend from Kirkcaldy. <laughs> That's where he got the accent for. But I didn't flip it. I should have flipped the question around. What are some of the American things? Things that you American things that you saw when you were younger that kind of influenced you, or you thought like, oh, all right, this is what America is about, fucking, and then later on thought, oh, it's not. Uh, well, fuck. Big plates of food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ones Fat I, rem- I remember. <laughs> Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell, definitely. Friends, Friends, Friends was a big one. one. Yeah, uh, The Simpsons, I suppose. Yeah, Saved by the Bell. Scrubs. Scrubs is a, is a little bit later on. I, I was going to say stuff like Keen, a lot of kids' stuff Keenan like Keenan and Kel. And Kel oh, yeah. Right. yeah. What was pretty it? California it, Dreaming, all yeah, that shit. Much California Dreaming. Nickelodeon was always, probably still is. I don't watch a lot of Nickelodeon because I'm a fucking grown man. But I like, do. No, I, I watch a bit. Like, I remember like Sabrina the Teenage Witch or fucking Clarissa explains yeah, it all. Yeah. That yeah. type of shit. I remember that from when I was younger. And I think, I didn't, like, aye, so that type of stuff, like, because there wasn't a whole lot of British TV aimed at kids, like sitcom type stuff. If you think about it, there wasn't any loads. That was more of an Not necessarily TV or just anything that you saw American that you were young that you thought like, oh, America is this. And then maybe when you got older, Disneyland. you were like, nah. Sunshine. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm still like that as an adult. Like I always yeah. associate, like you look at places in America and I'm always like, always looks so great fucking 300 days of sunshine a year in California and uh, places like Phoenix uh, Arizona and shit yeah San Diego I get fuck a lot lot of music as well because I I, because Paul used to always have hip hop blaring so like some of the first music apart from the stuff my mum and dad listen to some of the first musical memories I have are like Tupac and Biggie blaring at my brother's room so I, yeah. I think Saved by the Bell was a good one. Yeah, right? yeah that was Imagine probably, what well, it would have been like to go to American, American high, high school, school and yeah. all that with the fucking jocks and all the fucking sports Who was your chick? Which one was it? Oh, Kelly Kapowski. Was, was it Kelly? You like Kelly day, too? Yeah. yeah. Kelly was all day, man. Oh. Still, yeah, Kelly was day, she's a fucking fox. Have you seen her recently? I haven't seen her. Dime piece, man. Oh, Still a dime piece. Check her out on Instagram. They done the, they done the sort of reunion on, was it, Jimmy Fallon or something? Apart from oh, he, did they? Part of his screech, he was like pumping out sex <laughs> tapes, like name these business. Well, he got her. He's in jail. Didn't he stab someone? Now he's yeah, in jail? he's a bit of a psycho. No, it's no good. That was a throwback to the one that Andy pulled at Azure, that Facebook page, Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> yeah. great, great page. So he was an good, asshole, though. He was yeah. a, a bit of a beast tape. I'm sure there's an episode where he was trying to chat up like a nine-year-old or something. <laughs> Fucking Zach Morris. It's trash. <laughs> he is trash. I think it was for me. Speak, oh, actually, this is an awfully good segue. Um, Mario Lopez got into trouble this week. Yeah. Did you I've, see about I've this? Heard I, was, uh, I've, I heard bits of it. 
I I'd, read it from what you did because it, it sounded like another thing where someone's been taken out of context. It was definitely taken out of context. I refuse to call him Mario Lopez. I just call him AC uh, Slater. AC Slater. Yeah, the Brendan he's, he's the only one that seems to have done anything after Saved by the Bell. Well, there was that. Well, there was the last year he'd done that. What's meant to be like the worst film of all time, that Showgirls. Was only oh, played, the one that played Jesse. What's her name? I can't remember. But she played that show because that was like the old. That was the the classic Channel Five wank fest. Like <laughs> so many, so much titties. Was it Jesse Soprano? <laughs> was it? It was something Je- like that. It was like something. Jesse Soprano, I think it was. I don't think it was Soprano. It was, but it was uh, something Italian. Jesse. Oh, I don't know. What's her what's name? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Jesse Spano. Spano. Jesse Spano. Spano. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Yeah. But anyway, Mario Lopez. Um, they were asking him about transgendered kids. So he said, uh, when you're a kid, you don't know anything about sexuality yet. Um, and basically saying that you probably shouldn't leave the decision up to your three-year-old kid or a four-year-old kid about what sex they want to be. And I was like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. that, that makes <laughs> That's all right to say, Because right? uh, well, there's been a lot of bits, especially like Joe Rogan's been, obviously he's a massive advocate for weed. And he's like, but as much as I love weed, I don't think you should let kids under the age of like 21 smoke it because your brain is still changing and working until you hit a certain age. Unless they're really being annoying. Then you want to put them to sleep, you do give them a couple but of talks and if, just if let them... Fucking... <laughs> Blow back. <laughs> Blow a shot, yeah. But you know, I agree night, with night, because I came on... Like, there's been days when... <laughs> I'm <laughs> sick. I'm sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm in a weird mood. Mikey dots. No, I, I agree with them because I think it is. It's a dangerous thing because like kids are fucking idiots, man. They are. My kids are <laughs> idiots. Like, he's a smart kid, but he's a wee fanny. Like, yeah, they're they, ignorant because they, they don't. They're, they're supposed uh, to be ignorant. If I didn't clothe them and wash them and or like tell them to go wash because he's a kid, he would forget to do those things because they're not fun. Yeah. Your job as a parent is to teach children the things that are not fun in life that need to be done. I have to sometimes tell my seven-year-old daughter to go wash <laughs> her hands after she uses the bathroom. So I don't want her making any life. I still have decisions. to tell me, like, close the door when he takes a shite. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, think, too, yeah. I think you get to a certain age, all people get to a certain age where consequence becomes a part of your decision-making process. And it mm. might be around about your mid-twenties, something like that. But then you start to make decisions, but they are based on what potential consequences those actions can be. Whereas you're young, you just, do whatever you just you fucking do it, man. Because A, you're either not aware of the consequences or, you know, as I say, you're not fully developed to sort of have that life experience to be aware of, okay, if I do this, there yeah. are a number of potential outcomes well they i saw some study that said that the male brain isn't fully formed until we're like not fully formed but like it, it isn't doesn't you don't, sell yeah you don't make the correct decisions or you don't know what the uh consequences are of those decisions you, like your brain doesn't work in that way until you're like your mid-20s yeah so it's kind of like well, why should we let anyone younger than that yeah, make like, huge yeah, decisions like, fucking i made so many bad decisions when i was in my teens you make bad decisions I now. Make bad decisions. <laughs> I'm better at making decisions now, but like, it is, yeah, I completely agree. And I hate that people will jump on it without actually. It's, it's like Claire said last week when she came on, is that even like if you don't agree with them, mm-hmm. engage in a conversation. Yes. And then figure out where they're coming from. Because I don't for a second think Mario Lopez is transphobic. No. Do you know what I mean? If some, if some one of my pals comes to me tomorrow and says, I actually am a woman, I'll be like, yeah, go for it. But they've got to a point in their life where they've made decisions, they've understood things, they've had things that have exp- like changed their life views. Like, yeah, I don't I've know. I've had you- time to think about it. It's not yeah. like a child would just go, "I'm doing it." Is anyone yeah. at this table no. still thinking the way they did when they were eighteen, or would still make decisions like they would when they were an eighteen-year-old? <laughs> Andy smiling. <laughs> no, because you guys know how much a pragmatic guy I am. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that's like, true. But 
I would go with that sort of mid twenties. There is yeah. research to back that up as well, but it also states that your life, uh, your brain continues to develop throughout your life. So yeah. that's mm. why they're kind of saying in this study here is twenty five the new cut cut off age for adulthood, basically. But then that would mean that means you, you are vote, an adult at twenty five. That would mean yeah, potentially okay. then you might not be able to vote till you're twenty five. Drive a mm. car till you're at twenty five. You should sign up for the army till you're twenty five. You yeah. should need to take a test before you vote, though. I think that you should be able to pass like a short competency test to make sure that you're smart enough to so know what's going on with public affairs. That, it'd be difficult to do that because that could be too easily weighted one way or another. Maybe not necessarily about uh, politics, but just about things, that, other things that are happening in the world. But then again, again, that's uh, you could say that like that's dangerous in the fact that, like, say for instance, like um, low-funded areas, work, like like. Um, Heavy minority communities that maybe don't have access to decent schooling. True. Might yeah. not pass a, a decent. Uh, I'm not very good with maths, but which yeah. in some people's eyes might be an argument to fucking introduce it. Mm. Yeah, but yeah. it's got to look at it from other people's from the perspectives. Other way. You're right. You know, people yeah. might sit there and say, "Well, that actually might be a good idea because it means that if we continue to." Uh, cut education spending, make sure these people are deprived, you know, whatever mm. else kind of thing, then they're less likely to pass that test, therefore they're not able to vote. Good point. And then you just end up disenfranchising a large part of your electorate. I, I think that would be a dangerous way to go. Just because yeah. I think it'd be far it's too easy. It's not far implementable. Too easy. Yeah. It's far too easy. It's fucking... Walker. Good deep stuff Sorry. to start with, though, Good boys. Yeah, yeah, it is. Liking Shit. this. Liking Walking that back then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had some feedback from Mama Pats. Let's talk about dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, let's talk about, let's talk about dicks, baby. <laughs> Stop, no, <laughs> please. I know, sorry, yeah. Mama Pats would like to reiterate that Andy Mac is still her favorite, regardless of what anyone says about Stevie Mac. She loves Stevie Mac, but Andy Mac's still her favorite. Uh, she also had some really nice words about um, Gilray's episode. She's training for her, uh, her big kilt walk at the moment. Um, oh, yeah. So, like that, a lot of the stuff that he said about workouts getting done in the morning, she says that was very helpful. Mm -hmm. And she's taking it on board. On yourself, Mama Pat. Aye. On yourself. Well. She's doing like fucking 12 mile walks every other day, man. Jeez, oh. I can't fuck that for a laugh. Nah, you don't really good know. For you. Uh, you don't really know how long, like a marathon. We were talking about marathons with, uh, with Connie the other day. And, like, what is it? Is it 22.3 miles or something like that? 26 miles. 26, 26 miles. Why? Why, why do people want to run 26 miles in one it was, shot? Well, what's old, the point? It's not like an old Greek, Greek story where a messenger ran to a place called Marathon and oh. it was 26 miles away from where he was. He That's ran, passed on the message and died instantly. <laughs> okay, sure, sure so let's do it, everyone. <laughs> I, have, I honestly cannot think of anything worse than running for 26 miles. That's rough. Yeah. Jordan's right. The event was instituted in commemoration of the fabled run of the Greek soldier Pheidippides, I believe I pronounced that right, My a messenger name. from the Battle of Marathon to Athens who reported the victory. The marathon can be completed by running or walking. Oh, all right. I'll walk See when you watch like the London Marathon and that, it's like they've got the signs in the, on the lamppost and that's like 20 miles to go and I'd be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> just jump over the barrier. You're, I'm you're, you're about to I'm run done. past Get a pump at one point, eh? <laughs> that's, I'd, For me, that'd be something that's really good because for me, my brain's going, okay, just get through the next one. Yeah. Through the next one. Whereas if I didn't have that marker along yeah. the way, I'd be like, oh, the thing is, if you, didn't, if, you didn't, if you weren't paying attention to them and then you got a good bit and you're like, oh, I've obviously done a good few miles now and then you see one, you've only done like two. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Shit. Shall we, shall <laughs> we have a monkey sword fight marathon I trial? Do, no. Uh, unless, it's, <laughs> unless it's a 26 mile drink up. Uh, ah. But I, I, have, I do not have it in me like, 
we were doing running at football training last night and man I could regret and that was just running the pitch a couple of times but if I'm in a game it doesn't matter but like see when I'm just running it is I hate it absolutely oh test the endurance though gives me the fear hell yeah nah fuck that tell me I'm I'm, I'm a loser at that one (laughs) apparently it's a battle as much of a battle with your mind as it is a battle with your body yeah doing a marathon but it's maybe really bad for you though it is. It's terrible. It's really Marathon bad. runners don't live that long. I no, don't think. I, I was. I was thinking. I was considering going for a run the other day, and Megan was like, "It's terrible for your joints, and it ages your skin." And you were like, "All right, well, get yeah, the pizza ah, on." Well, yeah. <laughs> Where's my tea? Where's uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, tea, the most popular sandwiches. This is in America. A lot of my stuff comes from America. I'm sorry, but uh, most popular sandwiches in America. Could you guess what the first five are? BLT, Gr- grilled cheese, or Reuben. Ruben will be one. Grilled cheese it? is number one. Grilled BLT. 79%. Is BLT is up there. It's not top five. Ooh, Ruben will be a New York thing though, won't it? No salami. Uh, it's a, yeah, yeah. There's a New York thing, I guess. Well, maybe they have it other places. Steak Brisket. sandwich. Um, steak no. and cheese. Philly cheese steak. Brisket. No. Grilled cheese, number one. Uh, number two, grilled chicken. Mm-hmm. Like grilled chicken. Number three, turkey. Just plain turkey. Turkey on rye. Mm. That's something I remember from. <laughs> number four, roast beef. And number five is ham. Ham we'll sandwich. Can't be the ham sandwich. We'll see a top British. All about processed meat. Those Americans. Eh? <laughs> a bacon pea. A lawn. A lawn roll. You can tell. Be up there. A lawn roll was up there for me. Lawn and black pudding. BLT is number six. To be fair, um, the club is seven, and bacon. Just a bacon roll is number eight. Can't be a bacon roll, man. That you could tell because here it would be fucking number one. It's no good bacon. American bacon for bacon rolls. The sticky stuff. Uh, how dare you? First of all, and second of uh, all, it's my favorite kind of bacon. <laughs> No, I prefer it like really crispy, oh, I like like the, so it shatters. Yeah, but it's not like a roll. Like, <laughs> Peanut butter and jelly is nine. PB and J. I've never tried a PB and J. Really? I've actually. Uh, my old man's made jam. My granny used to make the best jam in the world. Mm. Um, it's like a Patrick thing. We would always have some of my granny's jam, but my granny's getting on a bit, so my dad started making it, and he's giving me a jar, and I've got peanut butter in the house actually, so mm. I have to try that shit out. Dive the fuck in. Oh, fuck I. What would you? What's your favorite sandwich, Andy Mac? Oh, probably a cheese toast. Is it a to- toasty count? Actually, yeah, it's a sandwich, two pieces yeah. of bread. Got to be a cheese toasty. Yeah. And the secret is to put in some beans in it and a splash of Worcester sauce. Oh, I remember you saying Andy that before. Max, cooking tips. That's a walk off. You've seen my spice. <laughs> walk off. Spice covered. You know what I like oh, doing now? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Uh, Come around the table. Son. Sorry, around the table. Probably a chicken mayonnaise and bacon. Oh, delicious. One of them from Delicious is a fucking game changer. That is good. Hot. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's an explosion. I like making a, uh, like, egg mayonnaise and just kind of with, like, like, but like toasted, though, like a kind of an egg mayonnaise toasty. Maybe I put a little mozzarella like in it. I'm it. not a big no? fan of egg and stuff. Like, I like fried egg on, like, my, bre- my, my breakfast <clears> pack, but I'm not a fan of, like, boiled eggs. Again, it's the consistency. Mm. Fucks me up. What's your favorite sandwich, Mike? Oh, did you give us one? You said one. Oh, yeah. My favorite sandwich. Um, does bacon, egg, and cheese count as a sandwich? Yeah. Bacon, egg, and cheese on a garlic bagel or an everything bagel. Nice. Hot. Piping hot. Love it. See, this is a burger, so it's not going to count as a sandwich. I think lawn and black pudding. This is, this is starting to delve into rolls and stuff <laughs> now. Like. What, wait, is was, a roll not a sandwich? That's a breakfast. Yeah. Okay, mine is okay. kind of a breakfast too, though. Well, I'd probably then agree with Smithy then, from delicious, especially white bread, uh, bacon, and chicken mayo. Mm. Oh, that is the shit. I'm actually starving. I know. <laughs> Awful food. Get off of food. 
Um, shall we dive into sports? Uh, let's get ready to Yes, we shall dive into sports. So, <sighs> don't 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 look so right, okay. defeated. Okay, we're gonna go live for it. We'll go live in a minute. So I'll, I'll preface this with a little bit of chat. So, um, <clears throat> a few years back, Smithy, myself, uh, Matt, and Matt Dan. and the friends Dan yeah. um, started up a fantasy basketball league. None of us know fuck all about basketball, apart from Smithy, actually. Smithy, <laughs> Smithy's one of these guys that watches, like, third division Brazilian Bulls on a Tuesday night. Like, sitting there around... See, when he was I at like uni competitive. Special, I like competitive See, sports, fucking yeah. Like, it used to be, especially when he was at uni, we got a text on, like, a Wednesday morning, did any cunt watch the Brazilian football last night at three in the morning? It's like, no, Smithy, we all have jobs. <laughs> but, uh, so, I know, it was, when I was at uni, that was the point I was getting up and watching the basketball live. And they play, like, every two nights, and it's... Three in the morning. Yeah, we'd wake I did up not like sleep a, a lot in uni. We'd wake up to like a 40, 40 <laughs> message text for like Smithy just breaking down the game. But so the four team league, um, our first league winner was was it Matt? Was Matt? Matt, Matt, Matt was, was the, the first, first league winner, and then Dan Williamson won the year after that. Uh, no, Dan, yeah, Dan Williamson, and then a friend that oh, fuck Dan, won Dan Farrell won. Dan Farrell <laughs> won, and then this year who won this year? Our I'm very not. own huh? Mikey Dots. Me. Was no, the, that's right, I did win. Yeah. And he fucking rocked the league, to be honest. We all took the piss out of him because he rocked up to having done like, the mock like, drafts and shit. <laughs> he got drafted his team. And I did you make any trades the whole season? I didn't make any, no. You mean like, do you mean like getting free agents or no, do you mean trades like, with anybody? just swapping like any players in and out. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I did. I did. A, no, uh, you didn't make many, though. Not many, no. Because they did injury free. They did, yeah. yeah but I, uh, James Harden did help. Mm. But I think there was a rule. We could only have below, was it below 50? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I don't even want to come close until like spring. I don't even yeah. want to start doing anything until spring. And then I think it was Dan Farrell kept gaining on me. And I was like, oh shit, I need to start making some moves here. Well, see, we're making changes because it's, it's currently it's a rule league, which means it's just a points based. Who's got the most points? I don't know how the point system has worked out, but I'm pretty sure you nice. didn't come off the top spot from like week three. I don't think I did. And no. I think the closest Dan Farrell got to you was like two points at one point. He, no, he was he got a one point away from me. Yeah. For, for It was touch and go toward the end of there. I was getting nervous. Well, that's currently the second time, a, a second year in a row where the, the winner hasn't been off the top spot from the, the beginning. So we're currently <laughs> making some changes to make it more of a head-to-head. <laughs> yeah. Smithy's been charged with actually looking into that. Love a head-to-head. Have I? This first time here in a You're the commissioner. <laughs> I mentioned it, but everyone shot me down. I didn't make myself commissioner. Matt was commissioner, then he fucked off to Beijing. <laughs> exactly. Well, Matt was a host of this podcast. He <laughs> fucked off the Beijing. So Matt's too busy doing karaoke, which yeah. I want to do out there. I want to get. Oh, get there's out there a and KTV do it. place KTV. in fucking Glasgow. Oh, you get like karaoke rooms in Glasgow. Let's do it. Oh shit, yeah. But anyway, so let's start off sports. Wait, first of all, first of all, we need to set this up properly. Okay, so the winner, Matt, as he is in China, normally brings back a a ring, a replica ring it's of the replica championship ring from the year before because yes. The this year's actual winners don't actually get theirs till Next. first game of the season. Yes. Yeah. So we do the replica ring from the year before. And I will so. say, for the fact these rings cost six quid or whatever, they're fucking dope, man. <laughs> they look hefty. Can't it's wait. weighing me down how heavy it is yeah. in my back oh. <laughs> So I would like to congratulate yeah, yeah. 
Michael, ah, no, I'm joking. I'd like to say a big well done. Thank you, Michael thank Storm. you. So wait a minute, we're gonna go, we're gonna go live for this. We are gonna go live. Let me just get, let me just hook this up. So we're live. Do, 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 do. How did I do it again? Here we go. Okay, right. Well, you want to close up to this bad boy as well? Yeah. This is like Andy, when you listen to this, you've got your real championship so ring. Wait to see if we get any viewers. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are currently about to. I'm not even looking at myself. We're currently about to crown this man. Yes. Mr. Michael Dots. He's my crown, actually. NBA 718. 18, 18, 19? 18, 19. 18, 19 champions. 18, 19 fantasy basketball champ. Mike Dots, let's get a wee look at the ring there. Commish. Oh, oh. Oh, you fucker. Look at that thing. Oh, you fucker, Look at that thing. Man. Look at that. A lot of jewels yeah, in there. I'm fucking in this next year. That's <laughs> what? what you can win, man. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Eight pound. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Love it. Are you want in? Look at that, man. Oh, okay. It's a Golden nice. State too, is it? Mm. Yes. They were the champs before the Raptors. So so. Show me the thing. Whoa, nice. does, it, does it come off? Is it, you I said don't it was know. The picture said it did, but I don't know oh, if I it does. I haven't messed with it. Okay. I don't, I don't want to try and Don't break it now. I was just going to say a wee <laughs> like secret compartment. It's a wee ching ring. So, Smithy, if you'd like to do the honours, son. Oh, let me stand up. Do you not have like a commissioner's decree you have to say or something like that? I now pronounce you... I don't, I don't even know if it fits. Wait, 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 It'll wait. fit. Oh, it's a bit big. Oh, shit. Look at that. Look at that. I just want to thank um, my children for letting me neglect them while I uh, put my fantasy basketball team on. <laughs> and uh, all the nights that my phone woke Connie up in bed as I was uh, trying to uh, adjust my team in the middle of the night. And thank the rest of you losers in the league for... Uh, <laughs> Yeah. The rest of you losers in the league for not hey, uh, the holding your weight. We're all coming for you next year. You can come for me. I'm slowed down by this huge ring on my hand, so you'll be able to if catch me. If you'd worn that at your job interview today. <laughs> I'm shooting. Shoo I'm definitely getting it if I had this on. No, oh. I'm going to take a piss. Oh, all right. Uh, so we can, can we use this opportunity since we're talking about sports to talk about Mellow? Because I know you're a fellow Knicks fan. Yes. Um, <laughs> why you say it like that? Yes. <laughs> um, it's been a tough summer. It has been a tough summer, yeah. Are you not encouraged by the signings of uh, Barrett? And... Barrett's a good one. It's yeah. a very good one. He's playing for Canada in uh, the World Championships, yeah. which I don't like, though. I think uh, Randall will be all right. The one yeah. thing I'm happy with it is they haven't went and done what they've done previously and they've signed everybody on one-year contract. So then they can go for free agents again. Next year. But I think the free agents next year are shit. They are. They are shit. When's uh, Gianna's free? Is he 2021? 20, Possibly. Yeah. I'm not sure. But yeah, it might be another next year, just do a lot of one-year deals and then wait for free agency the following year. But It's a sad state of affairs. But nobody wants garden. to come to New York. <laughs> no, they don't. Well, they go to Brooklyn, but not New York. Yeah, they like, they like a certain part of New York. Fair <laughs> enough. But well, I was talking about Mello. Um, he's been in the news recently. Yeah, done his interview with Stephen A. Yeah, did you watch it? Uh, I've seen bits of it. All right. And everyone's like, is he worth a farewell tour? And I was like, I don't think that's up to him to kind of decide, first well, of all. Said, he said he didn't want to fit. He wants back in the league. Yeah. Do you think he has, do you think he's able to play in the league still? Yeah. You do? Me too. But not as a starter, I assume. No, I think he'd be brilliant off the bench. Yeah, I was me too. I was surprised on the interview when there was, uh, he was talking about how he got released from Houston. And he didn't really know, yeah. He said he was yeah. in the hotel. They were in San Antonio yeah. ready for the game and they said, 
where you're no longer needed. That's crazy. To me. He's like, I've got a game tonight. It's like, no, you're you're gone. <laughs> That's fucking. <laughs> no, you don't. It's <laughs> weird. It's mental how often that happens in professional sports. Like, you yeah. see it all the time, like professional footballers find the they've been transferred on Sky Sports. But I'm amazed that nobody's just picked him up. Like, he's not going to be on a big contract. He's no. just wanting to play. Yeah, I think that's what he needs. I, I think initially he was like, he, he thought that he needed to be the main guy on the team. Well, yeah, I, I don't even he, know that because he, he went he to was, Oklahoma. He was like that in Oklahoma because when he first went there, somebody asked him, are you willing to come off the bench? Oh, he, he said he, no. He laughed at all. Yeah. He's like, are you hearing this guy? Yeah. He says, I'm coming off the bench. And I was like, oh, you need to come off the bench now. <laughs> uh. I'm, looking for, I'm actually looking forward to the basketball season this year because the Nets have finally made yeah, some moves. Yeah, yeah. But it, who do we get against Smithy? Has he got KD? Who's but he's at misses the whole season. He's in yeah, he won't be there. Um, the year after, we've got Ky- Kyrie, Kyrie, yeah. Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew. I've read, you know, I've watched that by Uncle Drew film. <laughs> yeah. It's good. It was fucking decent. By <laughs> good soundtrack. Uh, we've got to do because he got rid of D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, he's away at Golden State. Yeah, he's turned into a player. By the way, he has. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, yeah definitely. Do you ever think the reason that these players don't get picked up? I'm assuming when you're referring to Mel, you're referring to Carmelo Anthony. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Um, do you ever think that's because of off the field issues? I don't know what he's like off the field. Has he got a history of being um, a bit of a twat? Or I don't think so. He's, I think he had some fidelity issues, but I don't think that that. He's I not think like most basketball players do. Or something <laughs> like that, no? no, 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 not no. like no. He's 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 a good guy, Mello. Um, I don't know. I just don't think that he... He wasn't up to the standard he was when he was in New York. Yeah. Especially early in New York. It's always yeah. the hard one when a player... But he would, he would still do a job. Yeah. yeah. I think but he would be good off the bench, like you said. It's yeah. always hard, though, when a player sort of hits his peak and then there is... It might not be a steep It might not be a steep decline, but it might be a steady decline and it's probably harder for those guys to accept who's, that they're maybe like... Just to kind of relate it to, to football, soccer, yeah. who's who's a player who that you that, that stands out in your mind who was like... Was shit hot, and then just kind of hit a wall, and you were like, "Wow, he can't even play fucking, anymore." Uh, what was what was the boy Fernando Torres? Yeah, Torres is a great example. Torres. So he was he started off as Atletico. He was at yeah. absolutely unbelievable. Then he went was it Liverpool? He went to first. He went to Liverpool. Done yeah. well at Liverpool. Smoked the Premier Smoked. League when he was at Liverpool, and then went to Chelsea. And, <laughs> and what happened? It was just because he got old, or Com- combination. Sanchez just now as well. Yeah, there's a combination of things. I think you know. Up, Heaval, you know, okay, you know, you say, okay, he's only moving from Liverpool to London, but you've got a family and kids and settling there, new place. You've got a couple of, you've had a couple of bad knee injuries. You've got niggling little injuries. Mm-hmm. You miss a couple of easy chances. You've got a 50 million price tag on your head. Those pressures, Pressure. yeah. especially I, start I to affect you see more in the, the Scottish league, like people that are doing brilliant down here, up here, sorry, and then they get a sign and down in England and then you never see them again. I sometimes think as well, it can be a test depending on how early they move, especially if they go for the SBL up to the, the EPL, for instance. A lot, of, a lot of young players go down too early mm-hmm. before they're fully formed, so they'll have a belter of a season in the SBL. Yeah. They'll get Billy big time. They might not have the best agent in their ear. He, he had a great season at Hearts and Bristol fucking Rovers sign him and he goes to play in League One or the Championship. And as you say, you never hear from them. You never hear from but them like, again. Especially, I always think it's, it's more prevalent with strikers because the teams can change. Uh, Andy Carroll's a perfect example. 
But when, but when, but when he was at Newcastle, the team was sort of built around his style of. Remember, though, a large part of that is explosivity, like how explosive yeah, is the player yeah. in their position. So that's why you find that the wingers and the strikers, these are the guys that tend to pick up the injuries and they tend to drop off by 29, 30, that's 31. That's the first thing to go. Which is that's, such a freak thing that yeah. we always say about Ronaldo. But you know, if you're a top player, then suddenly <laughs> somebody's saying, well, you're on the bench now, mate. Mm. Strikers as well, you're based on the goals. If you're not scoring goals, you're getting dropped. Yeah. Yeah. Where like midfielders, they don't need to score goals and they can keep yeah. their place. It's based on performance. But yeah. you don't need to be as explosive. But, you know, I mean, strikers could have good games, but not score goals and then... Yeah, no, definitely. But I think it depends what kind of striker you're looking for. Because you have strikers on the pitch, for instance, like John Hartson, for instance. Not the most athletic guy anymore. Great burst of pace over five yards, big, strong. But he's a goal scorer. But then you'll get other guys who maybe play behind the strikers and are a bit more agile and can play almost like an extra midfielder, but do have a certain they are dangerous in front of goal. What uh, what team do you support, soccer team? Super Saints. Oh, oh, Super Saints. Oh, oh, All right. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about we'll just pass that. No, no. We'll maybe <laughs> have a wee discussion about Celtic. Did, I'm going to paraphrase my good friend Andy <laughs> Mack here. Celtic were on the RAPE on Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Well, I, I was saying to people before the game, I was going, it's going to be at least five. <laughs> All right, so what are you in time Did for St. Johnson just now, man? So what are you no, in time for if you're a Saints fan? Why is that? Well, you go back to last season, like the last month or so of the last season. Can we just we update Celtic? I've just uh, one each with Cluj. Oh, for fuck's sake. Continue. Um, <laughs> we're starting to start preparing for this year and then we said, right, we need a striker and a left back. We've still not got any. <laughs> and the, the weird thing was the chairman came out with a, a statement a few weeks ago and all we'd signed at this point was a backup keeper mm-hmm. and a backup right back and he said uh, the budget's gone but we're going to go all out for the striker I was like how is the budget gone we got rid of seven players <laughs> and we've brought in two backups and the budget's gone someone snorted up there what's going on <laughs> so I don't know what is going on but yeah it's just see to be quite honest sorry Andy um, just being at the game Saints set up really well against Celtic. Like the, the How do you defen- mean? The defence was tight and it was compact. Okay. Like the first three goals were all absolute bellers. Two of them were like first time hits for the edge of the box. The second like one, sorry. Christie's Chris, Chris, uh, second was, second was the, the, it bounced off the keeper, which but is hellish. His first and third were like unstoppable. Absolute peaches. But the thing is, when I, when I, because we were sat right behind the goal in the first half and I looked at it and Saints were making it difficult for the first six minutes, but I sort of thought that... <laughs> The way Six they, minutes but, of night but see, you, How long is the soccer match? When you see a team set up And I think I said this to the boy next to me I was like The second Or the the second Or the third season With Brendan Rodgers Teams had figured out How to play against Celtic And it was getting harder And harder to do But a new manager comes in New plays get implemented New style of football yeah. Makes it difficult for a team And especially like you see, With the wage difference At Celtic and St Johnston Is unbelievable I, like, People are making a big deal But I'm not Two points. Like we're not going to get judged on getting pumped by Celtic. It's, not it's more the the other teams that we're going to be playing when we start. Like <laughs> this weekend, we got Livingston. A we get pumped three 0 from there, and then we start all looking. The, all the what the fans, fuck is going on? All the Saints fans I spoke to said our season starts next week. Yeah, Celtic were always going to come pinging out the gates. Everything that's been in the press, all the Rangers players chatting away. Celtic were always going to come. The season out doesn't. I'm not sorry. I'm not. I'm not. The season doesn't start next next week. The season started last week. I don't give a fuck if you're playing Celtic or you're playing Hart yeah. Midlothian or you're playing Albion Rovers. The season started last week. Aye, but our pre-season's been shite. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> what, we're going to be from Montrose and Forfar, so we're never going to beat Celtic. Well, what I was wanting to just touch on earlier was that I think Saints and Tommy Wright's done a great job. I think Saints have punched above their weight slightly. Mm. I think they have, and. 
it comes to a point, I think a good example would be, think uh, Wigan Athletic when they were in the Premier League. Yeah, I always you know they've, they've oh, maintained first it. Season, they were like, but St John sort of maintained it literally on a shoestring budget. It's kind of embarrassing how many folk go to McDermott Park. I'm not. It's having terrible. A, I'm not having a oh, dig too much, but it, it's no great. It's bad. Mm-hmm. It is bad. Um, and those financial constraints will eventually catch up with you. Yeah. And I've, you know, I've always considered Saints a bit of a bogey team. I've never enjoyed watching Celtic v Saints because it goes one of two ways and you're never sure which way it's going to go it's going to be an absolute doing mm. for Celtic or it's going to be a fucking tough match to play because they are if a we get a result it always depends on how Celtic perform I mean if Celtic play like they did on Saturday we're never going to beat them yeah like I've, let's say that, that game there that's the most goals I've ever seen live at Celtic Park and I've been going for <laughs> 20 plus years it was the most goals I've ever seen live so it was brilliant to go and see that with a wee man that was a great experience for them but at the same time, on a purely Celtic point of view, that was some of the best football I've seen played at Celtic Park in a long time. Nice. And again, it'll be it'll be better as no no offence to Saints. I mean, as we get tougher competition, because I don't for a second think that Rangers haven't toughened up a wee bit of this year. They're still with with their issues. I'm not going to sit and slag them off because they got a good result against a tough Kelly team. Who Kelly have got everything to play for because Kelly kind of shot out with that fucking Welsh mob. But <laughs> oh, I'm no I'm trying to be better this season. I'm going to try and be less. Of an arsehole. I've, I've, I've not watched the Gordon Sawyer's video from the Rangers game yet. I've heard it's a belter. The super Kelly fan, if you don't <laughs> like know who that is. Twitter, no, I haven't seen you it. Know, he goes absolutely mental. He, he films himself, he films the games. Uh, and he just he just films himself, like gives like a post match interview and he just shouts at his camera. So, like <laughs> the Welsh game, the home he filmed the whole <laughs> game at Rugby Park. So I, I went on it and I like fast forward to the, the Welsh goals and they got to the second one where they've got the penalty. And he's like, oh no, I'm already booked up for Belgrade. Thousands of pounds down the drain. So are a lot of boys. <laughs> so are uh, a lot of boys. I, look, I'm not saying St. Johnson are going to go down, but I think there's worrying signs uh, there. We don't in the make pre-season. signs, yeah, we're going down. <laughs> Um, there's work to be done don't worry there's still fucking you know there's still time to turn things around but not been a great start for them so what, what is a way to start getting people through the doors besides winning if possible they, you know what I mean? are there any ways to get people through the doors without winning they have tried so many things like they do a deal at McDermott which is under 12s get in for free and oh. you can get two under 12s in for free and the adult gets in for a tenner which I don't know how you can improve on that and people don't take my girls. Yeah, people yeah, people, people yeah. don't take it up. Like well, you, they do it in the family stand. You look in there every week, and it's empty. And you're like, "What else can the club do to try and get young kids in?" Mm-hmm. And you know, and I'm, I'm not going to go off on a tangent. I'm just going to throw this point here and just leave it. <laughs> but that is because of the globalization of football. They're all fucking Man United fans, or they're all yeah. Rangers fans, or Celtic Rangers fans. fans yeah. and that's kind of sad. And, yeah. it, and it is kind of sad because I'm from Dundee. Born in Dundee, and sport, and I yeah. Dundee United, season ticket holder. Although I wasn't at the game there at the weekend, but big Jack <laughs> went. I told you he they was going to be a great sign. Three headers. Three I told you he was going to be a good sign. And the thing was, I think he scored four or was it five against us at Tannadice last season when he was playing with Ayers. So good signing for us. Mm. Yeah. So we stick him with sports. So how did you end up being a, a Knicks fan? Um, and I'm sorry, by the way. I'm re- <laughs> I think it was it was one summer, so I'd obviously been back from uni, and I was bored. <laughs> so I just sitting, like stumble upon the next, yeah, flicking, flicking through TV channels, and there's nothing on. And then 
Uh, I think there was basketball. I was like, oh, sack it, I'll just watch this. And it was mm. the next game. And I was like, oh, I'll pick a team here to make it a bit more exciting. Okay. And I just stuck with it from there. Yeah. And I see you got the... Ye- oh, the, fir- the first year that I got into it was the... It was the year the Heat beat the Spurs in game seven. Okay. But it was the moment that I fell in love with basketball was game six. I think it was like six seconds on the clock. The Spurs are up by three and they're three two up in the series. So they're about to win the championship. Mm. So the Heat have got the ball. LeBron takes a three pointer, misses. Chris Bosch gets up, gets the rebound, flings it out to Ray Allen, who's inside the three-point line so he's currently going for a two-point yeah and he's got about three guys r- just running straight at him and just casual as you like just takes a step back oh i remember that and yeah he knocks down a three on the buzzer and the place goes mental like, i was just really? like it was at that point i was just like i love this game <laughs> yeah, I, that's my problem not my problem with american sports but the thing that gets me about american sports is like i can watch a game mm-hmm. but i don't tend to get really invested until post-season because there's so yeah. there's so many, especially in basketball, like you said, there's so many games. Well, the best thing with the bat, I used to watch a show on YouTube, I watched it, was the starters. That was just gave you a breakdown. It was on Monday to Friday, gave you a breakdown of everything that was happening. Mm-hmm. And it was they made jokes and all that, and it was good, but it's not on this year. No. NBA TV cancelled their contract or didn't renew it so well, you, you, I don't know I what they're doing I get a few as well Mike um, you say as well because you, you, we watch Red Zone when we go to yours it's Red Zone yeah because sometimes you can watch an American football match just for example and it's brilliant mm-hmm. but other times you'll watch it and it's just run 10 yards this way turnover run 10 yards that way for the casual fan yeah, yeah Red Zone's casual great fan, it's, like, I'd probably consider myself when it comes to any American sport a casual fan mm-hmm. but I think like say Smithy's fucking he just gets Mr. deep. Sports. He just gets deep into sports. Like <laughs> he's got. But the thing is, yeah. now that the starters are done, I only really watch the the next game. So I don't know how I'm going to keep track of the rest of the league. Well, you got your Yankee shirt. Are you a Yankees fan too? No, I just oh, okay. baseball tops. How dare you wear that without that? So wait, he was, <laughs> so we were talking about uh, just about Red Zone. Are you familiar with Red Zone? Yeah. Oh yeah, you watched it that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Do you think something like that will work for soccer? Like, w- imagine just corner kicks, cutting the corner yeah. kicks throughout the entire day, or when a team is approaching. You it know? won't. It won't happen in this country because because of human rights. Yeah, it, yeah. There's government legislation that's there that protects the kickoffs at three p.m. So that's yeah, why there's no no three oh, p.m. games on the TV. But we've got in comparison something like say Gillette Soccer Saturday. Yeah, but it's not the same because you're not seeing the clips. Mm. No. Yeah, I thought that was a little weird. But People it like is, it. It gets good ratings it's too. It's more What's than this? watchable, man. Gillette the Super Saturday, uh, Soccer Saturday. The one on BT Sport for <coughs> Champions League games, they have the I can't remember what it's called, but instead of watching the game, it's like Soccer Saturday, mm. but it just jumps between all the games and you're right. seeing all the best bits. You're mm. actually watching oh, the games, right. but yeah, it just what, jumps that's between. Them. That's good. I yeah. just yeah. that's what I'm saying. Pick a game and then that's what I'm stuck with. I can't so. remember what it's called, but yeah, that's decent. Well, I think I can probably so. I can. I don't know about you guys. I can watch most football games. Like I go, probably specifically you, Andy and Smithy. Like I can, like if a football game's on, maybe not all of them. Like if it's fucking Stoke v Southampton on a Sunday, <laughs> I'm not really bothered. But like most Champions League games, if there's some sort of stakes, I can watch it and enjoy it. But like I used to, but see now like the Champions League group stage and that bores me to tears, man. Mm. Yeah. Bores me to stages fucking that, tears. Uh, the season doesn't start for me. Really, get going. Till February. Now I know Christmas and New Year time is like a really exciting time of games because domestically, (laughs) but let's be honest, the big boys, their season really is going full throttle February onwards, man. That's when it gets really like 
I think it was once it starts to get interesting like this year. I'm actually I'm really looking forward to this year because, like I say, if, if if Rangers come away <laughs> with the performances half as much as they're chatting on social media and that, I'm actually really looking forward to this year because like as a Celtic fan and the majority of Celtic fans I speak to, they're wanting the ten. The ten in a row is the goal here, so. I didn't want to see them bow out of any cup competition, but for me, that's what I'm aiming for because it's never been done in Scottish football. So that's what I'm buzzing for. But I reckon, especially last year, the old firms last year were the most entertaining for years. Yeah. Win or lose, you know what I mean? Because it did, there was a, like, don't get me wrong, I absolutely loved scalping them at their own home ground to the point where they reduced our season ticket, our ticket allocation from thousands to 700 because they were sick <laughs> of watching their pants getting pulled down at home. But. The ones that happened, like, there was actually about oomph about them. Do you know what I mean? Rangers weren't just getting their pants pulled down every week. It was fucking entertaining football. So I'm really looking forward to this season. Speaking of Rangers, I saw a video where they were, did they wreck someone else's uh, stadium or something? Uh, were they uh, dancing on top of a dugout? I, I didn't want to talk uh, about it because I got in trouble. Was like the, You're in trouble. The I'll get in trouble. The disabled. <laughs> This is the point of the segment, yeah, yeah. Right, no, right, right, well, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. There's a disabled section at Rugby Park. A disabled like, section? Yeah. Oh, with, no. With their own fans sitting underneath it. But you just can't really say anything because there's a video online of Celtic fans doing it at Pitodry. We didn't break anything, though. <laughs> 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 He's still was, jumping on it. Was, yeah, no, look, I, I, I didn't like that at all. I, regardless so, of whether first... Sorry, why are we celebrating a last-minute winner in the first game of the season as though yeah. you just won the Champions so League yeah, final, man? So glad they ran on the pitch was hilarious. You're like, it's game one. Don't, 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 you know, make it out like, you know, I'm some Rangers hate that because I hate selling just as much, but the Rangers fans really are fucking game in a league of their own at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> two points, two points I'm going to make about this. First of all, mm. yes, it's not right. I don't agree with anyone wrecking anyone's stadium, whether it's Celtic or Rangers, regardless, I think it's disgusting. Like, respect whatever ground you're at. First of all, though, Rangers have come out and said that Aye, we might erect it, but we already addressed these concerns with Kilmarnock before the game. So they're already victim-blaming a roof. Okay. Second of all, they then stormed the gates and said there was a crush. Because the, the well, that, That's nothing to be... You know, but, no, but, but the thing was, that a crush could probably be insinuated that they, they were all in this tiny little area. And they had to get out, is yeah. that what they're saying? However, it was a massive wide open area, but the Rangers fans were all forcing into one bit. Hmm. A, clo a closed gate yeah a, a closed <laughs> gate but like somebody put up the Google Street View and it was like Rangers fans wide as fuck area wide as fuck area wide as fuck area so to take it to an objective standpoint they really shouldn't be uh, not defending the actions but they should have been condemning the supporters yes, properly yes. but instead yes. they blamed it on Kilmarnock's new ticketing machine and a whole load mm. of other things so instead of you know sort of standing up and saying yeah we were wrong in this instance instead of doing that they've kind of then saying well what about this that happened before the game what is that what about it mm. remember a lot of that going on these days like yeah. What <laughs> yes yeah just stand up and hold your hands up if you've made a mistake it goes away go quicker away. too yeah <laughs> and people fucking respect you for it yes whereas more if importantly. you keep behaving in that manner people just go what the fuck is going on man mm. Jesus what? Christ it's will, almost like a parody yeah. one <laughs> thing for the the sports section though okay Fort William FC <laughs> they won their first ever game eh? who'd first, they, who'd they first win in about three years slow clap <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, wait, my, my ring is too heavy, I can't clap Jeez, oh, oh. I read an article that was about them on the BBC website Now the guy that's managing them now Has got no football experience or no coaching experience well, there was, at there all was a, There was a documentary on Just BBC Scotland last Just year I don't know if you watched dude. it No, I didn't see it So they, they had a coach in um, And they got rid of him like 
Christmas time, halfway through the season, because they were getting pumped every week like they have for the last two years. Mm-hmm. And they brought in the guy who's like, uh, what, what, he had, he's like secretary or something. <laughs> yeah, he'd, been, like, did, he'd slowly been performing like more and more roles. Yeah, within, he was like, like in the background. He was like in the sort of like back, back room office, team, aye. And he all, all of a sudden got made into first team coach. <laughs> but it was like the, the documentary is hilarious. It's like there was one game and they, they scored to make it one on. And it goes to the fans like, oh, we're right in this. We're right in this. This could be the day. And it comes up full time score 6 1. They got beat. <laughs> they got bumped every week. And then there was one game they were winning 1-0 and then the game got abandoned for a water pitch. <laughs> the player just walks off the pitch and goes, fucking sums up our season. Fucking winning a game and it gets called off. I just pulled up the article now. The guy's name's Russell McMorn. He's the new manager and he was not even involved in football in any level when Fort William kicked off last summer. So the start of last season, he had That's never awesome. been involved in football. But the uh, thing is, uh, when they won the game, it was like a cup game or something, um, Somebody posted it on a Scottish football page on Facebook. And it was like, ah, oh, the Cali effect. Because they've got like 10 players on loan from Inverness Cali. Yeah. So. They pay their players around about £20 a week. His, his CV is awesome, though. He that can was say... one thing that was uh, on the documentary. So they get paid like £20 a week. And then when that new manager came in at like Christmas time, he texted all the players with like a fine scheme because they obviously struggle for cash. <laughs> so he was going through the fines, and some of them were just hilarious. It was like uh, 50p, like a pound if you give away a penalty, two pound if you um, score an own goal and all this nonsense. Mm. And then it was like uh, a, like a pound if you can see the goal. And the guy's like, we can see 14 a week. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole like, salary they, gone. That's my salary gone. <laughs> that's oh, hilarious. You've got to say fair play to the guy because he just went to an open meeting because the club's in crisis. He put up his hand. He's like, I'll volunteer to help out. Okay, mate, you're yeah, the yeah. club secretary. Yeah. Literally, fucking six months later, they're like, you're the gaffer. But they get donations from the folk around the world. And there's like a guy on, like one of these YouTuber guys on, does football manager, and he went Fort William and his football manager. And he raised like five grand for them. Oh, oh, man, that's we, cool. That's a good story, though. I, I, oh, that uh, might be Dr. Benji FM, is it? Oh, I don't know. I think, it, I think that might be. That's it. Cause I play a lot of football manager. That's a guy, a YouTuber that does football manager sees. That's how much of a it was, it was, a, it was an older boy. I'm not being funny, man. Like, shall we see, especially like lower league stuff, like I, I coach the Wee Man's team and the guy who coaches the other team, he's sort of like the, he takes charge of the hour year of football. We've got two teams at Genefield. And the amount of work that goes into it, I didn't do it because I can't be fucked. <laughs> I don't do that but shit. But like, the guy that doesn't, my mate Sean, because he actually, he texts me and he says, finally listen to the podcast. So if he's listening to this one, shout out to Sean. The, the amount of meetings and fucking text messages and emails and all the shit that goes into kids football and then the, the team I play for, Ken Rossi, not the greatest team in the world, but the guy who runs it, Sully, breaks his arse for it, do you know what I mean? And it's a thankless job doing mm-hmm. army football, never mind semi-pro football, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You're not getting paid for it, especially in army public football. You're not getting paid for it. You're getting these. You're trying to arrange training for country. Just kind of be arsed, and we'll just show up for a kickabout on a Sunday. Especially if you know one of the more established teams. Yeah. And you might be getting a pumping every week, but these guys consistently put the effort in. So, if Wandy seen is right, if this guy just put his hand up and volunteered, fair fucks to him because it is a thankless job doing any sort of coaching at like army football. Well, what I was going to say is like he can put on his CV now. I've increased the winning percentage of this club over the last how long was it six months <laughs> six months <laughs> been in yeah so in the last six months just to tie it all up then just so you know what he did before was he was a police and road traffic officer <laughs> <laughs> 
he'd been <laughs> off sick for months with PTSD. Oh, that's a really and good story. While then. he was sort of in the house, sort of feeling a bit isolated, just sort of staring at the four walls. His wife's like, "Why don't you go and get involved with the local team?" Yeah, and he ended up going to these meetings, volunteering club secretary. Before you know, it, he's a fucking gaffer. Yeah. Let's get him on the show. We should, we should message him. He'd be getting paid fuck all. But, Where the fuck is yeah. for? That's a long drive. That's out west, isn't it? Yeah, it's the the documentary is worth a watch, though. Oh, fuck out. It was on BBC Scotland. So oh, okay. I right. have to check that out. That's that'd be cool. cool. Imagine if we could get them on. That'd be awesome. But I'm going to go to a Fort William game this year. I've decided <laughs> Fort, Fort William v. Clark McCudden. Yeah. Guaranteed goals. That's a Patreon video waiting for <laughs> Patreon away day. Is that uh, what the Patreon money's for? Fort William tickets? Yeah, we're going to donate it to Fort William, everybody. Thank you. You're raging. There you go. That's why I always say, you know, forget your big money football. Forget, you know, your glamour Champions League and all that. Where's the football really going down? Local level, man. That's where the stories are. Nothing beats Scottish football. Scottish football. Some of the best things I've ever seen have happened on an army football pitch. Just like the patter you get between it. You'll see some guy who's like, 20 stone playing centre half no business on a football pitch but he's got a touch like a fucking silk cushion do you know what I mean like you can't beat that shit and like that's just again the, the team can also play for like you know the greatest team in the world but the banter you get just rocking up on a Saturday mate you'll know mm. it's from playing American football like, you don't it. have to be the best team in the world you got Ivory Toast uh, Ivory Toast, toast. Smithy's old uh, army team the patter you get is just fucking sensational so it doesn't always matter about the result just the fact that you're fucking getting to go out and do what you love and army football is the best for that because you see guys who are never going to make a wage playing football, work nine to five Monday to Friday, but do get to run out on a Saturday for ninety minutes and, and fucking do that. Yeah, fuck I. I see them all these days. They've all got like the Twitter accounts, and now they're all like sitting there with the manager and that. They're taking photos <laughs> of the new sign and that. Fucking do fair it. play, man. Yeah. but nothing beats Scottish football. You can take your Premiership, your Champions League, your big money football, and stick it up your ass. <laughs> nothing see, beats Scottish football see, for fucking part. Fuck, yeah. Nothing does, man. See, recently we had the we had the kids all come in because there's this company that do photo shoots for like kids teams, but you get their faces put on kind of FIFA cards that Andy's always on about. Yeah, you can get your kid's uh, face put on a FIFA. Oh, card. I was going to get one, one done, mate. Oh, mate, I really got one done. I was like, that was, <laughs> yeah. that'd be hilarious. We're, we're yeah, handing it in because it's like the end of season uh, night for kids. You get like the top goal scorer players playing. Yeah. Know, where all the kids are getting their own individual FIFA card trophies this year. So it's got like all the stats and that on for me. I know what we're getting for Andy Mack this, uh, <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> this Christmas. We had to get you in a Dundee, would have, would have, a Dundee United sit in the pose though. With a stoke hanging out his mouth smoke <laughs> coming oh, so out. You, that's, actually, that's actually one of my goals for this for this podcast is if we ever get big enough, we ever get the money, is to sponsor a local football team and have Maurice on a football strip. <laughs> that would be great. That would be fucking amazing, by the way. I would be so up for that. I'd be fucking DOS. Could be Bunky done. Sword Fight Juniors. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Here, man, tell you what, we can sponsor my team. If we get the money together in a couple of years and sponsor hey. my football team. So, like uh, Andy Mack just said, uh, Scottish football patter is definitely bra. Definitely, you know, Mike. You know what's also bra, Mike? Bra, no? Hey! Those segway skills are bra. Love those segways, eh? We we just done a we done an interview uh, just before we came out here. Yeah, uh, we're big shots. Shout out to Colin from was it big city small city big personality. Yeah, uh, an online uh, review site, and he got in touch with me doing an interview, and uh, we we were bigging ourselves up. Hopefully, he comes on soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we get him on and get to talk about it. But that was really nice, and just uh, we we're talking about our segments and the chemistry. Yes, and I think chemistry was perfectly 
intertwined there. It was good. Yeah, it was a good interview. Yeah. yeah. I was, I was checking out his gear and I was like, what's that you're recording? <laughs> you see that? Oh, Get fucking stereo pair of bikes, mate. Big man. Loving it. Well, we got broad noise, Mikey Dots. Well, it was posted several times today. Thank you, Jordan. Um, so, first one Can is. I just <laughs> see? Can I just see on the back of that? Here we go. It is, it's my, it's my technological inability that I'll go in and out. Like, if I see the status going up, I'll hit share. Yeah. And I automatically assume that it's going up on my page. But sometimes when you open the app, it, goes it to opens up via yeah. the MSF page, so I'm share, sharing it via the own page. <laughs> yeah. And Stosh, fucking wide-o. Wide-o. Turnstile. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot when I went to the, the Hurricanes reunion, we were just talking about players, and everyone's like, best nickname in the world was Stosh. Like, he's an offensive lineman, and his nickname was Turnstile. That's awesome. Folk were just getting psyched up. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Stosh. Uh, Jason West. Big J West. Big J West. Another lineman. Uh, Bronard, people that put their luggage over someone else's seat on the train or a plane, even when it's not necessary. I mean, why? Why would you want your bag so far from you? What's the point, dude? Uh, mm. So is he saying? So read that out to me again. I think it's in the yeah. So you're overhead, overhead. Oh, right, okay. and it's over the seat. You're yeah. Saying. So you're in aisle seventeen, but you put your bag in, in over aisle two. Yeah, that's fucking weird. That is very weird. I see. I was on a train uh, last week coming back from England, and like <clears throat> two guys had wedged their shit in, and like it was full across. So they were at the they were at one table and they put it slightly above like my side of the table. Mm-hmm. But a guy came in and I was sat at the table facing away and some guy sat right across from me and without actually checking whose luggage he was, he just started ramming Ooh. this fucking bag out the road. Yeah, and I was like, that's bad crack. <laughs> Should at least say, is this anyone's bag? Did he mind if I move it? But you got to just start fucking. Yeah, you don't have to start. The last ones there. like on uh, planes when you get the sort of last people on and there's no space and. You've got somebody sitting in the front and their bag's having to go like halfway up the plane because there's no space where they are. Right. And then when the plane lands and everyone's getting up to get the bags, they're like one of the first people up and then having to walk past everybody and you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> Just wait till everybody's got off and then walk back. We talked about this the other week. Oh, we talked about that last week, yeah. What's this? I'm still, my heart's just beating there. I stepped on my chargers. I was coming back in them in my socks. I just about slipped and broke my fucking neck. There. Did, you, did you see a life flash before your eyes there? For a, a little minute? bit. That, was like, <laughs> that would have killed the episode. But like a Guinness and a half would be like, are you steaming it? <laughs> steaming, man. <laughs> fucking stepped on my charger, man. Hey, what's the bra? No, sorry. Uh, putting your, uh, on a train or a plane, putting your bag not directly over your seat, but... Uh, a couple of miles down, even when there's the space to do, put it over your seat. You're, so you're in aisle 17. There's space to put it over aisle 17, but you put it down by seat four for whatever reason. Why would you do that? Like that's what Jay's saying. Why yeah. would you do that? If yeah. you do that, you're automatically a dick. So it's, I think that's a pretty blatant no. That's a no for me. I would well. want folk like raking in about my stuff and that, and I've no got tabs on like where my gear is and that. Yeah. No, so I always like, even when I travel now, I always take like as a backpack oh, and one of the carry on suitcases, that shit always, both of them go above me. Yeah. Instantly. Nah, fuck that. No, that's I a no. That. So I'm going to say yeah. that's a no for Smithy as well. He'll agree. Uh, Stevie Cook, gherkin corn dogs, bra or no? No. Uh, I do like a gherkin. I'm not a pickle fan. Like, no? No. Like pickled chip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we know that. Yeah, yeah. Pickle. Yeah. Andy Max one, but that's a no for me. Like, love a pickle. I don't I'm, know about corn meal or corn whatever I've around had it. One corn dog is that just literally a breaded sausage? Basically, yeah. I've so it's just one. a breaded deep fried gherkin then. Yeah, I guess. But the thing is, see when it's well, you you probably still retain a lot of moisture in it, so it'd probably be still quite pickle, quite vinegary. Yeah, I might say brawn that. Mm, I'd like to try it. I'll go bra. Yeah. Gherkin pickle or gherkin no. corn dogs? No? No, you don't no. like pickles. No, pickles. Uh, no, fuck that. 
We're next. Heads up. Bobby Parker, folk who tag you on a post you shared, bra. No, I feel like no, the, just thick. Or just thick. These bra no comments are getting a wee bit of diggy. There was a bit of needle <laughs> popping up in the comments section. Do they did they tag you in it? I don't think so. Oh, all right, it wasn't Bobby. Uh, I must think he's definitely having a dig at Stosh. Bobby's always boring about sand. <laughs> <laughs> I love the guy. <laughs> all right, Chris Casser. I see I actually read this one and I did some research on it. So a bra no spicy chicken nuggets from McDonald's. Not had them yet. Adding cheese, bacon, or spice to 90% of food makes it better. Fact. So um, once I read this, I went to McDonald's and I got the spicy chicken nuggets and I like can bro. say that they are bra. They are pretty good. I'm going to go out on a limb and just say they'll be bra. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, like, let's talk Andy Max and Nugget. What's wrong with a chicken nugget with a spicy sauce? Why do you need to have a spicy nugget? At least you if you've got a plain right. nugget, you could mix a little spice dip, a bit of barbecue, a bit of sour cream. See, well, yeah. they give you a spicy sauce with it, which I think is a bit overkill, but it was good. It was very good. I don't want your spicy sauce. I'm having nuggies, mate. Spicy or no, they're getting barbecue sauce with them, man. What the fuck's going on here? What, what are McDonald's doing? Why are they just messing with the classics? I don't know. They, they try to have a bigger audience to cater for, you know? I'm going to say bro. I'm I'm, I, love a, I love some spicy food, so I'm going to say bro. Yeah, I've not even tried them yet, but... I like them. I'm going to say bro. I'll say bro, because yeah. he doesn't love a chicken nugget full stop. So. Yeah, bro. Cal McLaughlin says bra as fuck and Stephen Tosh bacon makes everything better bacon does make everything better I don't yeah. think I've ever tried anything that hasn't been made better with bacon no I agree it's true but cheese would still be better because cheese is more flexible like but you cheese, cheese, cheese on more stuff but cheese on bacon though mm. perfect oh my days that is like you know we made the other well I didn't Connie made them the other day we had uh Chips, and we put cheese on it. We had, you know, the little bacon. How do you pronounce it? Is it lard, lardo? Bacon, bacon, lardons. 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 <laughs> lardons. Laugh at that. Fry those up, put those on top of there. <sighs> see if you it's see good time. If you, see if you, ever make, you ever make Hunter's chicken? Yeah. Bash a few lardons in there with some regular Ooh. sauce. That'll fuck your life up. <laughs> <laughs> Callum McLaughlin. Formula One, I think it's bra, but always get Doug's abuse for watching it because apparently it's boring or for rich assholes. No. No. Bro. You'd like form? Oh, you would, yeah. No. He said you like oh, everything. Yeah. Just- to be fair, the, the, there was a few races start of the season which were boring as fuck. Um, How do you get it? What's the difference between a good race and, uh, well, I guess someone's not blowing one everybody with, out? One with a lot of action in it. Yeah. Like the German Grand Prix a couple of weeks ago was brilliant. By action, do you mean like accidents or a just a lot of overtaking? A lot of, overtaking, a lot of, yeah. a lot of, over, a lot of position taking and a few accidents. Okay. Like uh, the German Grand Prix, I fucking hate Lewis Hamilton. I cannot stand Why? him. Why? He's a cocky wanker. <laughs> uh, but it was in that German Grand Prix, he was winning, and he sort of spun off right at the pit lane and then sort of like trickled his way into the, the pit lane, got to his garage, and <laughs> his pit crew were not ready for him. They are all just looking at each other. Yeah. He had a broken front wing. Um, none of them had tyres ready. So like it usually takes them three seconds to change four tires, and he yeah. was sat there for fifty eight seconds. Ooh, that I was just it. sitting, <laughs> pissing myself laughing. <laughs> and he ended up finishing ninth or something. It was great. Oh, it was great. <laughs> See, I ask what folk forget about Formula, and they go, "Oh, he finished eight seconds behind him." It's like at those speeds, it's an enormous distance. As you say, yeah. sitting there for fucking 15, 20 seconds probably would have still cost them the yeah. race. You know, without That's a doubt. Thing, it usually takes them like so three, four seconds. Yeah. Personally, I'm not into it because I'm not really into the cars, but I, the strategy and how it's all kind of planned out. And, you See, know, I'm more like that. I'm not a big car person. Like if someone asked me, if, it, I, if my car goes, breaks down or something, I wouldn't have a clue. No, I'm, not <laughs> no, I'm just too. not a car person. I'm just 
Either. I find it quite exciting sometimes. It's the tactics, I think, are fascinating. Yeah. But actually, but, I'm, I'm actually more fascinated with the pit crew. I think that bit's fucking amazing. Yeah, me too. But like the actual race, I've, I've watched, I've tried to watch with my old man a few times. It's Papa Pat's into it, yeah. Yeah, I think Papa Pat's like it. Papa Pat's a sports guy. I think the problem with it is, is it's like you've got a couple of cars, a couple of teams that always have the best cars and mm. there's always that gap. That's the problem with it just now. They've struggled that last few years because Mercedes are just ridiculous. Competitiveness good. Across, across the teams would make the sport a lot more interesting. Kind of like football. Because it does it? tend to be a bit of a procession at times, <laughs> Uh, it goes in the Brawl of Fame, though. Brawl of guest, Fame. Guest got the tiebreaker. Yeah. Did I oh, say you, Brawl? No, no. You, oh, no, I no. said no. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say Brawl, because I just sat here and said good things about nah. it. Okay. So. Brawl of Fame. Uh, last one, uh, I, I didn't put it on the list, but this was on our list in our, our notes. Um, having yogurt and licking the lid before you after you open it. Licking the lid first and then eating the yogurt. Brawl no. Brawl. I like a lid for time to time. You're a lid, you're a lid licker? I'm a lid licker. God damn you lid lickers. I'm a lid scraper. Scraper. I am I get, also a scraper. I, I get the spoon and I go ah, <laughs> yeah, up the lid and then I'll scrape it into the pot and then I'll throw the lid. There's no, especially in the office. I can't be licking something like that out in the <laughs> well, yeah, office. That's I, crazy. I, I can scrape. That's wild. I don't eat many yogurts. No, I'm not about yogurt. I'm saying that a Rolo yogurt. That's good. They're not yogurts, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they are. You know what? But Aldi has I these. I know what you mean, though. Are you? Aldi has like these cherry yogurts that are really good in the black in the black little pots. Mm. Very, very good. Highly recommend it. But I was eating it the other day, and I was like, I was about to lick it, and I was like, I can't be in my office like licking this in front of people. I've just had a great idea. Do you know how to annoy all your office co-workers and people you live with? <laughs> Get all your yogurts and just shake them like that, so the lids are absolutely splattered. So when they open them up, they've got to lick it. Or they've, they've got, got to, to lick it, it, or they've got lick to lick that shit, it. baby. I don't know why I think that would be a terrible thing to do somebody, but it would annoy me. I'd be like, fuck, there's more scrape. So uh, where are we going? I'm going to say... What are talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Licking lids, goddammit. I'm going to say bra. I'm, I'm going to say nah. my mic off. I'm a bra. 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 bra? All right, it's going in the bras. Yes. Uh, that's, all, that's all done with the bra nas. I do have kind of a scenario that I wanted to run past. Okay. Our old da. Your old da. Here yeah. we go. So, Talking um, absolute shite tonight. So that's all right. That's cool. So I, I, t- I mentioned earlier I had an interview that went horribly wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So um, in the department, a very small department I work in, there's a friend of mine, um, work colleague friend. I'm um, sorry, work friend. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in Portsmouth. Mm-hmm. And she's gone. She's gone to another department maybe around a year ago now. But she wanted to come back and, and she has applied and got an interview for the job that I had an interview for today. Mm-hmm. So part of this job, we had to put an interview, to, oh, I'm sorry, a presentation together. So because she's been out of it for a while, she was like, oh, I applied for this job. Um, can you give me some pointers about the job? Because I haven't been there for a while. Can you tell me some things that need to be done? No. I was like, no. You say no. I said, I didn't say no straight out, but I, I avoided the question. I was like, why, why would I give you... Is, is that a shitty thing to do, though? No. no. Is it not a shitty yeah. thing to do? Yeah. The same job as you are. Same job as me. Yeah. Well, yeah. And okay. she's already out. She's in the she's in the promised land already. She's she's left, but she wants to come back and do something else now. So Does she know you are going for the same job. Well, she asked me, she said, Well, it makes it awkward to ask for information about this job now. And I was like, Yeah, it does. <laughs> and, yeah. I'm not, and I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> but th- it, does that make me a scumbag for not giving a friend some no. No. or somebody I'm friendly with, I should say, no. this information? Because no. no. no? you're going no. for the same job. No, no. no. Okay. All right. Fuck a bitch. Just what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that if you weren't listening to this. <laughs> I'm sorry if you weren't listening to this. I love but, it. If she listens, she's like, All right, dick. I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to make sure I ruin your career now. 
No, I just felt bad at first. And then she said, she eventually said that she withdrew her application because she didn't have enough information. Right. And I was I like, oh, shit. You, man. I was like, oh, shit. She's fucking taking that job. So, too. yeah, man, she does get it. No, I'll like an she's idiot. got a problem. Come and speak to me. Because if it had been six months ago, you would have been like, yeah, no problem, man. Like, I know, right? you need to know. I can't help you, but this is Ask for your old dad at googlemail.com. Yeah. Fucking hit me up. I should start that email address. See if it's there. Your old dog. Your old dog. Send all the agony Andy's. Please send some agony Andy's in, people. It's been a while. I also had an incident at home. Um, So when I moved in with uh, moved in with my partner, I hear people say their partner. I always think it makes it sound like a same sex relationship when you say a partner, doesn't it? My bird. My bird. My lady. That was quite good. My My bird. bird. My bird. So we moved in. I noticed that there are kids because we have two dogs and they're kind of reactive to the door. Their kids will go by the door and knock on the door and then run. They, they, you know what I mean? To get, just to get the door quiet. <laughs> Trolled. <laughs> choppy, choppy. So it was a nice day, a couple of, this is maybe sometime last week, and all the windows were open. So I heard the kids knock on the door and I tried to catch them. So I opened the door and I ran out and they were already gone. I ran around the corner, couldn't see them. <laughs> Done yet again. <laughs> Came back down the block, knocked on the door, jetted, dogs go nuts, right? Did it again. I run upstairs and then there's kind of an alleyway on the side of my house. So I look out and I see kids riding on their bikes. So I'm like, I see you. (laughs) (laughs) Old man dots. Old man dots. So the kid looks over his shoulder, almost flips his bike and falls in the the alley. And I was like, all right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get these fucks. I see you. My, yeah, your my, house is going to get abused now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, I'm going to guy in the corner. Let's hit it. I'll bet he was at the top of the stairs. Just like, I see you. No, I yelled it out. I was like, I see you. I was nipping. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Give me a bottle of water. <laughs> myself, Please beep that out. Yeah. Please beep that out. Right, wait a minute. Please Let me get a time code on that. That's going to save me some work later. So I think. That's the worst thing you've ever said on this podcast. I'm sorry. I've been said on this podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Beat that out. I can't have that oh out there. My <laughs> can, he so, beep, can he beep that out, mate? <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah, of course I can. Not. So he almost. So then I saw them circling around, and I saw them come back down the alley. So I went and got a cup of water, and my bathroom, <laughs> my bathroom is right over the front door on the second level. So now I'm fucking hovering over that and that over that window. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get this kid. He's in there for about twenty minutes, I bet. So I'm now picture me like squatting down, like with this cup of water. So finally I pop up and I see the kid come down the sidewalk and then he circles out into the street with his bike and he looks up and I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah, I'm here. And he's like, hey, and I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I see you, I see you. And they didn't come back. They didn't come back. Old man dots is not to be fucked with. I got, I got out today. The old man. I was at the swimmies with a wee fella today. <laughs> And we were, uh, we're, we're in the queue going to the flumes, and there's three lads in front of us. There must be like 12 tops. Yeah. And, they're in the, and then that, can you see they're just joining about three boys out. And so I think if you've been to Perth swimming, so you get to the top of the stairs and there's two flumes. Yeah. And you have to obviously wait for your turn to go, and there's like a red light, green light situation. So when the green light goes, you go down. Yeah. So one of the boys is sitting in the flume, and they're just sitting waiting. And then as soon as the green light goes, he goes down, and then his two pals just jump in behind them. Mm-hmm. And one of the boys like, <laughs> Flips off the lifeguard. The lifeguard's straight on the walkie talking. The boys about the other three boys just fucked me off. This place got have chucked it. And like all the other, like, I was like, so ah, it was fucking shocking. And then I sort of thought for myself, and I was like, I did that exact same fucking thing. Like, that day. Like, That's badass, man. And Riley's that. Like, then trouble. I was like, I, I mean, it was funny, like. But. <laughs> All right, I got one more thing, um, and then we'll get into watching and listening to it. What do you call Sorry. that? So that game that we makes, is it? What, what would you call that? Uh, Chicken Alley. Chicken Alley. Chicken Alley. Ring and run. Chappy, Chappy. Chappy, Chappy. Ring and run. Ring and run. You ever hear about a thunderbolt? 
No, what's that? No, so, so in, in the North Mutant, you have the, the flats. So they're like five floors, two doors per floor. Yeah. And there's like a middle stair. So a Thunderbolt used to be, you go to the top of the floor, top of the flat, and you'd have to knock on every single door on the way to it and oh, then get out before that. somebody caught you. <sighs> what a rush, man. I'm too slow for what that. What a rush. I'd end up falling down the stairs. Couldn't do it now, like, but back in the day, like, oh, man, the trick, was, the trick was like you'd, you'd hit four steps down and then jump. That was the best way to do it. I could knees back in the day. Could do that. That's probably why my knees are fucked now. <laughs> All right, one more thing we're getting to uh, watching and listening to. I saw this tweet and I'm wondering, I'll give you some time to think of some examples of this, right. but, but I'll read a few out as well. So a tweet says, I'm curious, what's the dumbest idea you have that you nevertheless believe, uh, I'll start that over. What's the dumbest idea you have that you nevertheless believe will, if implemented, make the world a better place? Shaking up people's yogurts. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's Andy. Andy has his little way. You two can think about yours. Eventually. <laughs> oh, 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 mate. I got mine. Good there you night. go. Good night. That's it. Game over. <laughs> Random spoons. Game over. Random spoons. <laughs> so, wait, wait. Read it, read it to me again. Read so, me a again. stupid idea, but it would make the world a better place. So one thing um, I'm trying to find down the so list. So it's a straight out, It's a stupid idea, but if it did, if you did do it, it would make the world a better place. Yeah. So um, <laughs> this one says ban cars, which is weird. I was literally just thinking. That um, uh, there was one that says that if you your your car won't turn if you don't use your turning signals. That's a good one. I could do that. I always thought a good one would be um, your car doesn't start up till you put your seatbelt on, but I'm sure there are cars oh. that do that, but they've also got to be pulled out a certain distance, so you couldn't just like plug it in behind your back yeah. and sit on top of it, something like that. Or yeah. your car flashes lights and that, so folk know that you're not wearing a seatbelt and the cops can pull you over. Uh, Basketball shorts are objectively the most comfortable kind of clothing, and we should normalize their wear for men and women alike across formal and business contexts. I agree. Okay. Love basketball shorts. Uh, Is that going to change the world, though? Um, it would change business attire around the world. It could, possibly, yeah. I'm trying to think. <laughs> this is really fucking tough. Three-day weekends. Ooh, I like <laughs> that. But which is the third day? Or which is the first day? Is it going to be the first day? See, I think see what would work about that is that folk would then still go out on the last night and Tuesday would just be as shite as Monday. Could you anyway. imagine how good Monday nights would be? Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> Monday night in the loft. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I'm trying to think. Um, I, I honestly can't, can I don't, do not know. There was a couple of good ones on here. A good one would be like all cars, regardless of. The user, because I know you get this in America that if you get charged with DUI, you have to have a breathalyzer in your car. Yeah. And the car doesn't start unless you blow clean. Okay. So I'd say just put them in every motor. Like Andy Mack's one with a seatbelt center. Yeah. It just means regardless of whether or not, it, it would just completely nullify instance so it would stop and like your lights flashed and that as well so if you're driving about folk who like he's not wearing a seatbelt cops see it's like nah. there, there's one for you aye. so just a built in breathalyzer on every motor okay that that's would a good cut, idea that would cut mm -hmm. fucking well I think you should probably implement it like a lot of folk get, folk get the black boxes in their car now because it reduces their insurance what do they do? So like well, they've got like GoPros in their yeah, cars yeah, and like stuff. So like oh okay I've seen a lot so of those so you pay less insurance because they are monitoring or they can monitor yeah they monitor like how fast you go around corners and speed on certain Fuck, roads. Actually, oh, that's right. a fucking great idea. That is an awesome yeah, idea. They should put go. that in all cars, yeah. Yeah, there you go. There you go, we've solved S the world's problems. Smash <laughs> the game. <laughs> Smash the game. Watching and listening to? Let's do it. What have you been watching or listening to this week? 
Uh, I'll, I'll jump off. I recently Apple? watched, there's a, a new show on Amazon Prime called The Boys. Hey, okay. So it's based on a comic book. I think it's produced by Seth Rogen. So the, the, the story basically is that it's set in a world where there are superheroes, but they've been privatised by a company called Vought. Okay. So it's like a Justice League. So there's a thing called The Seven, which is like the seven most powerful heroes are like the main ones. But there's like 200 superheroes across the whole United States. And this company sells superheroes to cities. That's a great idea. Yeah, That's so, a great premise, yeah. yeah. So, so, and it's just like the, the background. So it's basically the way the business is run and it's like a, a small group of, of people, effectively, I won't tell you why, but try and take down the soups. And it's, it's like a black comedy action pack that's funny as fuck it's on Amazon it's on Amazon Prime it's called okay. The Boys it's literally about an 8 part series and the second series has already been commissioned okay so well done so well shot the actors are all brilliant it's funny as fuck the, the main one of the main guys is Carl Urban uh, he's been in so many things he was the most recent Judge Dredd okay uh, oh that's a man he's it's so good. My only criticism is that Carl Urban's Cockney accent is fucking terrible at points because <laughs> he's actually Australian. And every now and again, like a wee bit of Aussie will slip through when he's talking. Speaking of accents, we need to get you to do your impressions. Can you do that for your watching and listening to him? We need to get you to do your Green Street God. impression. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, Jordan? Uh, but I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm going to give that a solid nine, oh, nine bananas. Like Ooh. Just for the fact that it's, like, it's, an, original, it's an original show based mm. off the comic book, so they've got quite a lot of source material. Yeah, um, but it was fucking sensational. Like we powered through, we done all eight episodes in two sittings. Nice, fucking so, so so fucking good. Um, I also I read uh, I went and bought a Marvel book. So recently, the Comic Con Marvel announced their next phase of movies, mm -hmm. and a lot of the things are being pulled. Well, some of the source material is being pulled from a series called The Secret Wars. So I went and bought the Secret Wars book. I was talking to a mate of mine called Alex who's big in his comic books. I probably should have bought some other ones before reading this. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably only give it a five bananas. Because the artwork in that is all brilliant, but because I didn't really know a lot of what the backstories were, a lot of it kind of went over my head. But it's still enjoyable. Um, and just lastly, I listened to Drake's Take Care package. Okay. Four bananas. Okay, I'm going to get to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, you'll probably touch on more, but it was, it was a bit too long for me. Yeah. Some of the tracks just seemed a bit fucking wanky. There was a couple of really good tunes on there, but because they were so lost in the 18 tracks of majority Himself, of it was medio yes. mediocre, <laughs> it fucking killed it for me. So I was only getting a four bananas from me. All right. Uh, the Marvel book gets a five bananas. But again, it would have got higher if... What about my ring? How many bananas does that get? Uh, my ears. No. <laughs> I'll give you one banana for it. Give you my banana. Hey, uh, Mickey Dots. Yeah. Um, so the, I'll start with the Drake thing since he just said that. Um, it's a re, I think there's maybe one or two new songs on there, but it's just re releasing songs from all those other albums. Um, it's called The Greatest Hits. It's not, no, it's, <laughs> that's what it's supposed to be, yeah. But I mean, they're not, not really his greatest hits. <laughs> so I mean, there was a, there's a couple of songs on there out of the 18 tracks. It's like, Maybe three or four. I'm like, oh yeah, I like these songs. Remember them, but it's like, nah. So I, I give I give that three bananas. He's maybe I'm not sure what his situation contractual wise is with his label, but it's maybe one of these ones where he's coming to the end of like a four or five album deal, and he's going right. Gotta I need get, get number five. Okay, fucking there you go. But yeah, that's what the guys used to do all back in the day, and that's why there's could be. 42 Beach Boys albums in about a six-year span. <laughs> Can I get out just pump out, yeah, pump out a Christmas one, pump out yeah. this one. And that's what artists do to get out of their contracts is they, yeah. they just pump out any old shit to get the last, say, couple of records done. Churn them out. So, um, 
last week we had on, was it, I keep forgetting her name, I think it was Claire um, from Perth Shop Pride, and she mentioned a show called Years and Years. Uh, I watched maybe like the first three or four episodes of that. That show was fantastic. It is ridiculously just out of this world. But then when you actually sit and think about it, you're like, oh, yeah, that could, that could kind of happen. Yeah, because the world's just fucked up now. Um, it's, uh, she explained it last week, but if you didn't hear last week, it's basically uh, about, it's kind of like a Black Mirror episode. Um, and it just shows how the world, it, it kind of, it's in its current setting and how it shows it in five year chunks and, and what happens, how the world kind of crashes on itself. Um, you need kind of really need to watch it to get the full gist of it. But I'll, I'll give that eight bananas. That was a really, really good show. I'm really glad that she said something about it to us. Um, and also, I don't know, if, did I say about the great hack last week? I think mm. you did. Did I? No, no. no you put did it in you? the notes. I don't know because we've never done one last week. The scene you put it in the notes because it wasn't actually out until after we recorded the last. Maybe time. Okay. I read something about that today. Then. Yeah. So I watched the the Great Hack. Um, it's basically about how um, you know, that that data company uh, helped. Yeah, Cambridge Analytica. Yeah. Helped. Uh, well, they helped Obama also, I think, and then they helped Donald Trump and just kind of the malicious ways that they. That they kind of did that and got a bunch of information and, and gave it to the the Donald Trump administration to to, to kind of shake things up for them. Uh, it's crazy what you can do with data. And I was kind of thinking when I was watching, it, I was like, I don't really think that's that bad. If people believe that shit, then that's up to you. But then I also remember what I said about last episode about where not go not knowing where to go for news. So if something pops up on your timeline and you're constantly being bombarded by something on social media that you're looking at every day, you may start to think it's, Man, it's you true. Be, you need to be aware. I think one of the fundamental things, you need to be aware of who owns the companies that are delivering your major news as well. Yes. that That's one thing that the majority of people, the vast majority of people don't have a fucking clue. No. But... You know, I, I don't know, mate. It's it's one of these things, you know, like data. Everybody using that face app thing to get their faces looking older. That's all. It's going somewhere. Biometric data that yeah. is being sold, harvested and sold for whatever future technologies they are. And things like Facebook and that, all you're doing is giving away your data and your information these people are using it to manipulate what you see I, yeah. was, I was at a sales conference Online. a couple of months ago and my manager Facebook. actually gave me gave a presentation about how data is actually now the most valuable commodity on the yeah. market it's like it's slightly more valuable than oil at this moment in time because yeah. of how it can be utilized i haven't watched the greatest act because i'm far too terrified now it, it's it's definitely an interesting watch. Yeah. I would definitely check it out and see like what you're actually putting on social media, and just keep that in mind when you're when you're sending certain things out. But they said that they had, I think it was like five thousand points of on data on like every American voter, and I was like, that's fucking, that's insane. Like mm -hmm. you shouldn't have that much information on somebody without them knowing one hundred percent about it. But you're sharing your lives, and you're sharing every little detail and aspect of your lives online, and yeah. people are unwillingly or unknowingly giving away all that data and, and, and more. That's what I keep coming back to about that face app one, man. All that biometric data you guys are all just giving away because, mm. hey, everybody else is like the ice bucket challenge. You know, everybody else is doing it, so I'll fucking do it too. So clearly do it. And you're just do you all giving it all away, like deactivate our Facebook but keep the monkey sword fight one? No, you need to have a page underneath oh, it to do God. it. And maybe just set up a fake Facebook a fake profile with no friends or anything like that to run the page. But I, I've deactivated mine just now. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to go for a permanent deletion, but 
at the moment is deactivated. I'm just. See, I'm, I'm scared to watch that fucking The Great Hat and Click. You should watch it. Yeah, it it's interesting. It's interesting to see how everything kind of came together and behind the scenes. And one of the main characters who kind of ends up, I don't want to say being a snitch, but she ends up kind of, she worked for the company and then she ends up testifying in front of, uh, I think, American Congress and over here in front of the committee that was set up to kind of shit on Facebook. Um, it was interesting to kind of see, kind of feel her out and be like, all right, well, what what is your what is your intent behind doing this? Is it just because you got caught, or is it just because you really want to make a change? So mm-hmm. definitely recommend that. I give I'll, I'll give that an eight it's as well. It's usually because they've been caught. Yeah, mm. I would because say so. If they haven't been caught, they generally continue, continue to go on the path are. that they're on. Yeah, pranks. Um, yeah, that's all. I can't tar everyone with the same brush. No, but no, generally no. speaking, that's a- see. As, even in point where I don't put a lot of stuff on my Facebook, but then like you say, there's photos, even liking stuff. I can like a link. Mm. That's how they like get you. I'm yeah. slightly more left-leaning, so I'll get more of the left data, and then whoever's looking at the information will then know, well, this guy's maybe know the type of fucking market we're and, looking at. And it was about the content that they put together on the back of the information that they had. So it was like, all right, Jordan liked this. Jordan unfollowed this. So Jordan did this. So it was like, we're going we're gonna to put this up in front of him let's say about immigrants, there's something really bad about immigrants coming to this country and they would know that you would like that or unlike that based on what you've done before that. Mm. It's just so crazy how they can just map out an entire person based on their social media without actually meeting and or then, talking to them. Before you know it, you're liking all those, but if you are liking all those posts and you're sinking deeper and deeper into it, they've also got things like your purchasing history, your viewing. Yeah. That's why Google and Facebook are... And those things that were created, it was created on behalf of the Trump administration, but they didn't have anything like, not, it didn't say paid for by Donald Trump and yeah. whatever. It was just to basically cause chaos. Yeah. Just to say, yeah, these people, these brown people are coming to your company, are coming to your country. You got to get them out, right? And you can't let them come week, here. You'll get the Walmart advert for the fucking AK 47 that's on special no, offer at 399. God. And before we're not going it, there. No, 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 we're not going there. I'm, I'm not wanting to no, take it down there. But, but my, my point is that. You, Everything you do now is is tracked, it's monitored. You know, if you can find ways to at least reduce the amount of information that you're giving away about yourself, I think the better for it in this day and age. Okay. Like, I, I love social media. I don't get me wrong, so many good things about it, but I'm at the point now where I'm about to close down the Instagram as well and just run a Twitter account, and that's going to be my online profile. And that's yeah, it. I don't blame you. I, I just don't, I don't want anything you. to do with it anymore, man. Yeah. Google accounts a lot. I'm going to get new email, just reset up in the new house. Try and reduce my digital footprint. I'm no fucking para, right? I'm not saying my 10 no, point on that. You, but like, you're, that's the, like the kind of a, I'm just, I don't want to say a trend. I'm, but. I'm unknowingly and unwittingly giving it all away yeah. and it's being used against me and other people. So if I can at least stop giving away as much mm. as I can, then maybe other people will switch on to it. Yeah. yeah. You never know. It's just maybe me. Anyway, on you Fair go, play. Stevie, what have you been watching or listening to? Uh, I've not been watching a lot recently, to be honest. I did get stuck watching Love Island for two months. Hey! There you go. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Yeah, I got stuck watching that, which was painful. But no, I've not watched a lot. Like, did, you know, we were working that, so it's just stuff that's on my hard drive. So, Did you hear about porn? No, I'm joking. Uh, did you hear about uh, Curtis being uh, bisexual? It's a Love Island no. porn. Oh, okay. <laughs> No, he said stuff on his hard drive, and I, uh, it's a shitty joke. So I was watching like Prison Breaking that because it's on my hard drive. Watch that again. Uh, listening to the listen to that Jade Birds album. Okay, uh, it was pretty decent. She's but, got a really good cover of My Neck, My Back, My Pussy, and My Crack. Yeah, she's got her cover on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> fucking say the whole title. <laughs> you're gonna say it, right? <laughs> well, that's the name of the song. It's just My Neck, My Back. I know. It's it's like a lot of distortion on our vocals though. Yeah, but it but sounds like, that she's way, got a really anyway. good cover of it. It's fucking brilliant. It's like a bluegrass type version. 
But yeah, that was pretty decent. What, yeah. Six bananas. Okay, there, Jade Bird. Jade Bird. Oh, yeah. I'll check that out. All right. I'd heard it on like Radio X a good few times. So yeah, it's a big one. There. It was decent. Um, also, been listening to the Snuts as I got tickets to go and see them. Nice, very, very exciting. Title or name? Yeah, the good, Snuts. Good, the Snuts. Yeah. The snuts. <laughs> good band. They've, they've not got an album out yet. They're from West Lothian. Uh, they've only got like six or seven songs released. Uh, they're making moves though. They were just on the, they were on the main stage at Transmit on the Saturday, I think. Oh, nice. Uh, I got tickets to go see them in Dundee in October, so nice. pretty excited to listen to them. Whereabouts are you going to see them in Dundee? Fatties. Oh, that'd be good. Fatties. Love a gig at Fatties, man. Yeah. Nice. It's because they're, like, they're not big, it was only like 15 quid a ticket as well, which is oh, great. Deadly. Perfect. <laughs> nice one. Uh, it just... Uh, a lot, lot of podcasts at work Listen to this podcast obviously Good lad What's your uh, second favourite podcast? <laughs> uh, I'm a fan of uh, We Hate Movies Okay Who's, Who hosts that? Um, it's four American guys um, I can't remember the name They've got weird names Okay Their surnames especially But um, That's No <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're from New York actually Oh um, My brethren It's like Stephen Sadak's one of them Or something all right, but yeah, they basically just pick a really shit film <laughs> and just talk the way through it, review, and it's pretty funny. Like they just take, right. they just take the piss out of it really a bit. So I go through the whole film, what happens. Um, so they've got like the full list on their website, and I usually try and find ones that I've seen before because it's better. Yes, yeah, so you know what's about. You know, it's, you know what they're talking about. But yeah, they're pretty good. Other than that, that's about it really. Andy Mizak. Andy Mizak. I've got a wee list. Oh, have you? Oh, oh, oh. Well, busy. Here, like, Your old dad's been watching So, shit. moved on to the Walking Dead Telltale Game Season 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm on. I think I finished episode 3 last night. Deadly. It's good, but I didn't realise that I had as much of an investment in season one's characters as what I did because I had all these new folk kicking about. I said, I think you fuck about you, mate. Where's Lee? Where's Clementine? What's going on, man? <laughs> Clementine. But, uh, so uh, It's weird hearing Andy Mack invested in the show, isn't it? Yeah, uh, but Clementine's back, so that was cool. Um, she's like the main, her and Lee are like the main characters from season one. So yeah, that's really good. Um, I'm going to have to give that eight bananas because the episodes are like shit. two hours long a piece, man. Mm-hmm. It's one of those like you get your teeth in there. It's like, yeah, I'll just have a it's quick a episode before bed. It's like quarter eleven, and before you know, it's like pretty much one o'clock. So uh, that's been good, right? Then I laugh. Been watching Master Chef's Master Chef Canada. All right, right. I'm big fan of Master Chef. I fucking love Master Chef. I like I anything with cooking food. Program, any, yeah. any cooking program, Master Chef, Great British Menu. I just love how polite they are. It's not the like the one with Gordon Ramsay <laughs> and that going mentally. Yeah, they're all so polite I like and so nice. It's all an arm around your shoulder. Hey, don't worry, dude. You know, it's all good. So uh, <laughs> that's been pretty syrup. cool. Uh, listening to Ronnie Bosch's new album, another high-focused release. You always hear me going on about those guys, like Dirty Dyke and that. Yes. Well, Dyke produced that album for Ronnie sure, Bosch. Okay. Good listen. Uh, I've been playing Van Halen 1 in the car this week. One of my favourite albums of all time. Absolute banger. Just did the new EP with Swain. Oh, how's that coming out? Banging. It's booming. Yeah. Business um, is good. Sounding good. So I think he's maybe going to be up for coming on an episode in the next few weeks as well. So we'll get him on for a chat. Um, I'd love to say that I was watching Green Street. (laughs) Go on, Smithy. Go on, Smithy. (laughs) But I've no (laughs) been. Say it. Say it, Smithy. Do it. 
Stand your ground and fight. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. That's honestly oh, it's so bad. one of my favorite podcast moments on this night ever was that. Oh, um, just to wrap up, two other things. Uh, UFC on ESPN 5. Never actually talked about it in sports, but Kobe Covington fought Robbie Lawler. Fucking dominated him for five rounds in my eyes. Really impressive performance. Okay. Really excited to see uh, if he goes on to fight uh, Kamaru Usman. I saw the bust up with him in an interview after it. Yeah, there's like, oh, I saw that. Off, yeah, I meant like, to ask you about that. I like, get yeah. ready to go, and I was like, fuck, is that the guy with the MAGA hat? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. He's a troll. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the last thing was uh, um, uh, Joe Rogan episode. So I've. I've been bringing ones to the show. Obviously, I listen to a lot, but ones that just particularly catch my interest. This one was really good. Episode number 1327 featuring Mike Baker. Mike Baker is a former CIA covert operations officer, uh, and he's got some pretty cool stories and stuff to talk about. A really, sure. really interesting podcast just because of... Uh, he used to be the president of a global intelligence company and that as well. So kind of tying in with the data themes and all mm -hmm. that and a whole load of cool covert fucking missions okay. and shit. Yeah, just a really interesting... Uh, uh, start again. A really interesting listen, so definitely one to check out. So. Deadly. And that's pretty much what I've been up to and loads of FIFA. Loads of FIFA. Loads Another of FIFA podcast that actually I listened to recently was the True Geordie one. This is all right, yeah. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but it was... I think it was the real well, um, Wolf of Wall Street, the English guy. Oh, Jordan Belfort. No, Jordan it's, Belfort. it's not about him, though. It's about some guy from England who's just absolutely nuts. And he's, it's worth a listen. Ah, fuck it. It's insane. I can't remember what it's called. Andy Mack will find it. I'll just get that but, um, Yeah, he just basically talks about his story and it's just insane. Some of the stuff he comes out. He also did a, a really good one with a, an old fucking English gangster who was like rolling around yeah. with the craze and all that kind of stuff, which is another sure. really good one. Oh, they're okay. This is the one with Sean Atwell. Sean Atwell, He's the yeah. ex, um, uh, ecstasy dealer. He's the guy that got done out in Arizona yeah. and spent a lot of time in American jails. And he's got a really popular YouTube channel now yeah. where he talks about his life experiences in prison and all this kind of stuff. I've okay. mentioned them on the Scary. podcast before. Some, bit, some of it, Remember uh, the episode with, uh, was it Fidget? And we're talking about prison and that? Yeah. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Okay. There's a guy on YouTube that told stories. That's him. That's what I say as well. Just quietly, congratulations to Fidget. He just got engaged. Oh, Fidget. Oh, congratulations. But it's like some of the stories he comes out with it are just like, that can't be real. It just sounds ridiculous. Mm. But yeah, it's... Fuck it. I think he does like three of them, three different podcasts with him. He's legit. He's uh, He's got some interesting stories to tell because he was like running with like proper cartel boys and yeah. all this kind of stuff, Whoa. like really deep, deep, deep stuff, Shit. man. Like you, you can't fuck about Fuck I. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, me too. He's an interesting dude. Check out his YouTube channel. Uh, There's a video on YouTube actually when he gets out of prison and he comes back to England, and his uh, his sister or someone's texting. He's like, "What the hell are you doing?" It's like because texting just like wasn't a thing or something. Mm. So what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he, did, he was like looking at the phone. What's this? <laughs> what, what the hell is this thing? Fuck I well. Thank you very much, Smithy. Congratulations to Mike. <laughs> The champ? The champ, champ. Nip. Not the champ, champ. El Grande Nip champ. Hell yeah. El champ, campeon. I feel like my wrists are already stronger from wearing this Vamos ring. Vamos campeon. Yeah. Come on, champ. Let's go, champ. That ring shouldn't be anything for you to lift with those guns. Okay, <laughs> yeah. That's about. true, so, Andy. You're right. Is he points to the finger with the ring on it? No, you know, I haven't been going. I haven't been going. Yeah. 
I'm loving him. He's now pointing at folk with the ring on the finger as well. Like, well hey, I've been man, doing this whole true. podcast of rubbing my face with it yeah, and kind of putting it on my arm. Like, I've seen you sitting there like that the whole episode, just twirling it around <laughs> your finger. That's what his champions do, Andy. That's what his champions do. I know, mate. You've got a chain to put on. I know. I used to have this big like cross that was like full of like it was like costume jewelry. I used to wear it around the house. My ex hated me. She was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, "I'm 50 cent. Let me along." 50 pence. All right, the shit up. Thank you to Commish Stevie Smith. Thank you very much to everyone who has listened, um, contributed, liked, and shared. You can find us at monkeysurfitpodcast at gmail.com. We are on Facebook and iTunes. Yes, please check out our Patreon. Yes, please. You're Links on the Facebook page. We're going to be stepping that shit up in the next month or two. Hell yeah. Uh, I am on Twitter at Wagwan Patrice. I am also on Twitter at underscore mdots. Stevie and I am not on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still there at my capella. Your old dad's now Twitter exclusive. Twitter and yeah. Instagram exclusive. If you're going to leave one, that's the one to leave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I left it. Yeah. The worst uh, one. Thank you very much, Lacey. You can hit us on monkeyswordfightpodcast at gmail.com. We will catch you next week. Peace. Oh! oh. oh.